Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. Hello. Sadly, no James Farley this week. He's either ill or Matt and James have had a massive fallout. Oh, yeah. Or James is scared. You think he's scared? Scared of what? Well, well, why else wouldn't he be? Either he's ill or the alternative you said is that we had a massive falling out. Right. Surely. But what's, what's he scared of? Well, no, but if he, had a, if he wasn't scared, he'll be here, surely. Of, of what? <laughs> we don't need to answer that. I think no, no we, go on. No, we do need to answer well, no, What is James right, scared your of? options are he's ill or we've had a falling out. Or you've out. had a massive falling out. He, right. could just, he could just really dislike you. It doesn't, doesn't mean, I mean he's scared we, of we you, We all Matt. know that's not the case. Because that's what idol. you're thinking. You're thinking he's scared of you, don't you? I'm thinking something's happening. I don't <laughs> think he's scared of you, Matt. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I've known James for a long time. This is like this is like when people ask me how I feel about spiders. I'm like, oh, I hate them. I hate them. No, I don't hate them. Yeah, I'm yeah, terrified yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah, say exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but there's no way James is scared of Matt. No, I just not, like, you know, I will be the first to dig James out. There's no way he's scared of Matt. <laughs> Maybe he's just intimidated by me. I don't know. I, again, I would I would be very surprised if that was the case, Matt. I mean, he's probably just ill. Yeah, I think he's just ill. It could be the alternative. Um, this this week, we would like to thank our Patreon producers, Alan M. Nash, Aaron Patrick, Anthony Oakinson, Toby Henry, and Adam Capone. They went full Nelse. You can do too by going to www.patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Of course, there are other tiers. Go onto our Patreon website and read what those tiers are. I can't be bothered to read them out. Um, <laughs> should we get straight into feedback from last week's show, Matt? Uh, can we have a quick reminder that Res is happening in two months' time? I, I oh, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I mean, Res is a, is a more intimate one. If you want to get close to us, that's the way to do it. <laughs> well, we'll not do close. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like... <laughs> There might be a murderer out there sharpening his knife or something. <laughs> Thinking, ah. Well, if I'm in Nando's, maybe. Um, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a Saturday, 28th of March. You just need standard day tickets to come and see us. Obviously, I think we're on like 3 or 3 or 3.30. Um, and we'll probably have a meet on the same day, uh, probably in the same place we've always been. What's the name of that pub again? Is it the Minories? The Minories, yeah. Minories. Probably almost the minories. there. Minories, Minories yeah. whatever. Anyway, that's <laughs> Saturday, twenty eighth of March. So about eight weeks away, but uh, it will it will come creeping up on us. So uh, just for put a little reminder out for it. Well, yeah, I mean, if you haven't got your ticket, you want to get them soon because they do tend to sell out the uh, especially on the day we do a live show. I mean, that's just could you be a coincidence. It. You know it. But get, also, just uh, just just floating this a few days before my birthday. Hey, so okay, birthday go, presents, so bring them along. Bring them on. along. Big big present, um, please, guys. That'd be good. Are you talking to us or listeners? Uh, anyone okay you ain't getting fuck all from us <laughs> um, it's going to be a good one this year I I, I mean mm. I like those ones they're very yeah, I mean we're not going to be on the show floor screaming at the top of our voice like we were for the <laughs> EGX one I mean there, there is always a chance that they may have moved things around it seems unlikely given the the area but the, the, well, the venue yeah it's very yeah. very similar but yeah no those those tickets usually sell fast so if you are thinking of coming um do get your tickets in quick because uh yeah it's going to be a lot of fun lot I think we fun. are actually giving ourselves a couple of days this time aren't we because the last couple of years we've just had like the literally turned up in the morning run around, played a bunch of stuff, and then did the show and then went home, and it is fucking exhausting. So well, Matt suddenly decided that we were going to do an earlier show, right? That's, that's uh, oh, you changed he? it now, haven't you? Okay. Yeah, well, you, we used to be the headline act. We did. 
But then Matt was like, nah, let's do it yeah, earlier. It's just better it's better EGX doing the earlier one. Um rather than everyone's like, Well, time time for home now. I'm like, oh, do you want to come and hear the, the pod? So yeah, it's, it's a bit <laughs> earlier. It's a bit better. Okay. And but yeah, no. but like Sean's right, last year was just mad doing everything in one day, me going yeah. home on the same evening, it was way too much. So I'm there for be... seven nights, and uh, should we? Should we <laughs> call call I'm setting up. <laughs> I'm already right, there. Let's, let's get on to feedback. Um, yes, um, uh, this is relevant to the Patreon stuff. Christopher E. Percival, afternoon, boys and girls. I'm a relatively new listener to the podcast, having heard it being mentioned in passing on an episode of Sound of Play. Never heard of it. Uh, for those of us who haven't been around that long, where does the whole full nails thing come from? <laughs> Love the show so far. So far. Why did Thanks. you say full nails? I don't know because Nelson. So I would say it's plural you know. of Nell. Right. I'll, I'll run you through. We've mentioned this on the podcast before, but obviously, if you're a new listener, you would have heard. Right. When we were coming up the Patreon, I wasn't on the show. I, I was during, you know, it was paternity leave. and um, I think we call it, like, uh, the golden era. But, yeah. We were talking about... <laughs> sorry, who's we? Just the listeners? You three. Uh, I'm definitely not the listeners. I've not heard them say that <laughs> once. But they, um, don't want to, they don't want to embarrass you, but they, they say it. I, I well, they're probably scared of me, Matt, aren't they? Well. Um, I, I, um, I, when they was floating what the tiers were going to be called, so the top tier is currently called, what is it, Living It? Yeah, yeah. probably. I mean, all so, the tiers are references to the show in some way. And I just suggested, when we were talking about ideas for names for tiers, I said, why, <laughs> why don't we just go for like references to the show, but the top tier is called the Major Nelson <laughs> <laughs> For no reason, it'd just be funny if you're just going, okay, yeah, in the beginning, yeah, 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 I love, like that one. Um, for be natural, yeah, that's quite good. The Major Nelson, why? Like, I just <laughs> thought it was a bit weird and funny. And then Matt was like, no, we can't do that. And I was like, why? And he went, well, well because we can't. And I was like, well, give me a good a good reason. Because we can't, David. <laughs> no, I think it's like a bit weird taking out a you know, someone else's name is yeah. yeah, might have ended my end no, tears. No, no, no. We wouldn't have got sued. We'll get a cease and desist from sued. Microsoft. <laughs> no, Sean did. Um I so and I said, Yeah, but imagine Matt, we could call it the Nels, going full Nels. You've gone full Nels. <laughs> this is full Nels. And then it's that that got stuck in my head. And for those of you that know me in real life, if something gets stuck in my head, that is it then for for um, that's it. For Everyone else has month. to deal with it as well. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> we were playing um, Halo Reach last week, and a character, one of the characters in it, took his helmet off, and he looked a little bit like Tom Selleck, right? <laughs> and so we did, would did just he have a moustache. Yeah, he just had yeah, a moustache. And, and we so we were calling him Tom Selleck, which then evolved into Tommy Sells, right? <laughs> and then. Honestly, I played Rocket League with my mate Jay last night and we must have said Tommy Sells to each other about 56 times each. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're just playing and going, mm, Tommy Sells, Tommy Sells. Do you remember the Kevin's Apartment thing, Matt? Yes. Kevin's Apartment was being just randomly shouted at every... Right, basically, I'm annoying. So <laughs> the month after we started the Patreon thing, I was just shouting, full nails, full nails, full nails, over and over again in the chat. And I said, Matt... I'm going to make it stick. I will make it stick. And you're like, no, 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 it's the, it's the living it. I said, no, I'm going to fucking force this down people's throats until they're chanting it. And what happened at EGX? You all chanted it. All right. I shouted at the you that you should chant it. But that still counts. It still counts. Um, so that's the story behind Full Nelson. 
I, I might as well tell you now because I don't think anything is going to change. But um, in November, I contacted Major Nelson. What? What? Yeah, I thought <laughs> it would be amazing if. Um, I well, basically I asked him, could he do like, you know, like a sound, a sound clip or video saying you've gone full nails or this something like. And I, I was going to like um, rebrand that tier without telling anyone. And suddenly people were like, hang on, what the hell is this? And anyone who went full nails would get a little video of Major Nelson saying you've gone full nails. Uh, but he never got back to me. It's a lot of emails as well, but. Um, yeah, and I was going to have it as a total surprise, but it, well, it feels you, like. Hold on. Can you find that email? Can you? Where did your email from? Uh, my own account, because I didn't want you guys to find because I wanted it to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, I would love for you to read that. That full email um, out. I just want to hear, because Matt's writing style is hilarious. He tries to do, he try, you know, what? his email style, he gets personal. Look, look, I'm not having a go at you. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just find it funny that you, you're you half professional and it? half personal. Yeah, but I, I just find that weird because in my business, if I work like when I'm working at stuff and I'm emailing someone, I, I sound like a robot. Please find attached the latest. Like It's just like real fucking awful stuff. Like I can't get personal with stuff. Like that. It just weirds me out. So when I read someone else doing it, I'm kind of like, what? On your emails at work, do you? It, is everything like uh, to this and yeah, regards and yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regard, oh, okay. um, yeah, mine's always regards, David. And please find attached the latest revised. It's just like <laughs> my wife was absolutely horrified when she finds out that I often sign off emails with cheers. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I no, do, no, yeah, that's that's cheers, acceptable. That's thanks, acceptable. Just yeah. Cheers, Tar. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's depends that's on the recipient, like, but yeah yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, you can't find that email, Matt. Um, choosing not to. <laughs> no, I have got it. I'm trying to. <laughs> he is I'm, reading I'm, through I've it now. Just yeah. like, <laughs> how embarrassing is this? Um, well, oh, a bit more okay. embarrassing about. I mean, I'll, I'll just read it and hope for the best. Okay. Hello, Larry. Right. This is actually the second December. Why wouldn't you open it with Hello Major? Like that Because is... his name's Larry. I know, but it's funnier, isn't it? Right. Mr. Herb. Hello, Larry. Happy holidays. I'm actually quite worried because I don't know how stupid I've gone. But anyway, happy holidays. First of all, I hope you don't mind me emailing you. I got your email address on your website. Uh, also, I know you're a super busy man, so I appreciate you taking the time to read this email. I'll cut to the Did chase. You? I'm the co- He's I'll already make- stopped. He's already stopped reading. I'll yeah, cut to I the know, chase but- after all this small talk. <laughs> Just cut to the If you cut to the chase, do it straight up. Go on. I'm a co-host of a UK gaming podcast called The Computer Game Show. Uh, we also do stuff on Twitch and YouTube, etc. We have a, have a Patreon and top tier is called Living It, a reference to the show. But after someone suggested we rename our tiers after prominent people in the games industry, naturally your name came up. And no, now, right, that's a lie then. So yeah, you've no, lied to I, I, I just need to know, though. You can't the lie show, to the major. Right, what would be if, hilarious. Anyway, I'll just turn this off. What if blow. the major is a listener and he's like, that's not how it happened. <laughs> so I'm not going to reply to this. I mean, possible. Cool. Uh, naturally, your name came up, and now people affectionately refer to our, t- our top patron tiers, Full Nels. So here's my request. <laughs> Here's my request. Could you record two very short video messages on your phone? Wait, 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 wait. Before you carry on, before you, before you carry on, you didn't explain that at all. Your name come up, so now everyone calls our top tier full Nels. Like, that that doesn't explain it. Well, I know. The first bit was after someone suggested we rename our tiers after prominent people in the games industry. Right, but full Nels isn't his name or anyone in the gaming <laughs> industry. It's, 
You haven't well, mentioned he's in the game industry as Major, Nelson. As Major Nelson. It doesn't matter but, anyway. He hasn't responded. Okay. Um, here's my request. Could you record two very short video audio messages on your phone for our Patreon su- uh, support? <laughs> they only have to be two to three seconds long. Just record on your phone. Well, we don't care. Ideally, we'd love two messages. I can see why I didn't respond now. <laughs> um, I, can, I can tell you, see, but it's worth... It's always, you know, you've got to be here to win it, etc. This is quite bad, actually. Okay. Ideally, we'd love two messages. What? Oh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> read it, Matt. Just it's read not it. bad, it's fine. One with you looking at the camera saying, go for Nels oh, today. Oh, oh my God, Matt. Another, and another saying, thank you for going for Nels. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, God. Obviously, it is in brackets. Obviously, you can do more if you're in the mood. What was that last bit? What was that last bit? But we're pushing our luck as it is. Ha ha. Close bracket. Um, <laughs> I love it if he if he replied and did it, and then we were like, "So we're wondering if you could do like birthday messages for all of our." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you on cameo? Because we'll pay fifty dollars for that. Uh, next line. I know you don't have to do this, and this request may seem ridiculous. I'll do you. Do you but know I know our audience good. and our patrons supporters and us for on the show would appreciate it more than you know. I hope you and your family have a great Christmas and you take a well-deserved break after this crazy year at Xbox. So excited for Project Scarlet and everything the team has in store for 2020 and beyond. Thanks again, Matt. Oh, God. Well, yeah. yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah, the idea is it'll be like a secret and then like I'll just post in the group or when people went for now so I get a little video. But it's it like saying, can you just promote our Patreon for us? Like, that, that's, it's that's also what promoting just... him. Anyway, well, it doesn't matter. What? It's also promoting him. Yeah. How is it promoting him? Because he gets his little face out of there, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think his face is out there, Matt. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but if is he out needs there. us to give him a boost. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he hasn't responded yet. I was thinking, <laughs> do I chase him up? I don't feel like I'm going to chase him up. Oh, please do. Please send him an email now that just says, Hi, uh, hi Major. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Can you just... I don't know if you've seen this, but have you had a response on this? <laughs> uh, yeah, further... I, I might go, like, full, full serious, like you, Dave. Like, further to the, uh, uh, the yeah, previous Yeah, 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 go robot. Go yeah. David Robot. Yeah, do that. Anyway, no response, so that secret's blown, but he probably wasn't going to respond anyway, was he? Definitely after no, that email. No, he wasn't. Email. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, right, I mean, okay, probably... I, I mean, on a serious note, if you go through, like, whoever does the marketing for Microsoft and stuff, right, that's probably... A better way to do it, but yeah, who knows? I didn't want to really engage with any other people. And his email address is hard to find. I found it on one of his like social things on his website, <laughs> and that might not even be his current one. I just like going through his bins and found some letters <laughs> and stuff. And <laughs> I still want to. Uh, that's why you wanted to go into XO twenty nineteen or whatever it is. Just Larry, you haven't responded to my email. Yeah, I'll just chuck um, a I'll just chuck a phone in his face. I like, say, full nails. Be it like one of those Q and A bits, and you'll go up. It's like, yeah, it's more of a comment than a question. Uh, you haven't replied yeah. to my email. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't have to do this, but yeah. um, like, I, I still reckon we should. Um, why do I keep forgetting his name? Phil Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. I still think we should send him a TCGS T-shirt. I, just, <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I've got a feeling that it will crop up somewhere. Um, yeah, in his bin. He's not going to wear that anyway, is he? Yeah, I well, I mean, he's not going to be on stage know. anywhere, so is what I'm saying. Oh, dear. All right, okay. Um, right. Um, uh, anyway, Christopher, that's the story of Full Nails. So I hope that's I'll answer one bit of feedback out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> what did we say? It's going to be, it's gonna be, uh, yeah, gonna be a short, short one. one. It's going to be a short one. 
Oliver Birch. Hello, chaps. Just to stick up for Matt here on the backlog chat, I cannot express how accurately that also represents my approach. It's spot on. And so now I'm wondering if I'm also a mental or if this is a more normal thing than the rest of you believe. I.e. last year I got through about 70% of the games on your Gotti show. The rest are still, however, on the backlog, which just means I would like to play them at some point in my life. However, we are now in 2020, so any new game that gets added to the backlog automatically sits higher than a game from the previous year. In short... My backlog is just a list of games I want to play, sorted by release year, with the most recent at the top. No order to games released in the same year, that's just preference. If that makes absolutely no sense, then I accept it's absolutely balmy. All the best <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, the, the, there was something just weird about the way Matt was talking about it last week. And it was the week I, before, I think. No, I think it was last week. I think you brought it up last week. Because you were talking about the list. No, because um, well, it it doesn't. I mean, because it, it, last week we had feedback on it, so it was right, brought okay. up originally. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell! Look, yeah, anyway, saga. The, the, this, the, I mean, that email started off. I was like, no, actually, what you're saying is it makes sense, but but then you went off on one about this <laughs> by year and stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm not quite down with that. All I do is that if there's a game that I want to play, say like Control, I sort of just remember I want to play it. And, you know, if that come up on Game Pass or something, or I saw it cheap in a shop, I go, oh yeah, I wanted to play that, and I play it. That's it. What if it's like more than one or two or three or five games? You just remember them all. Well, then I remember those one or two or three or five games, Matt, and then I I, I I play lists. Surely you just got to prioritise just based on merit like there's always like well, i mean obviously you know you manage your backlog in whatever way keeps you sane right because which means Christ. removing it every well, yeah, <laughs> clear it out every 12 months um but yeah but to me there's always going to be too many games coming out that you know that I, than i can actually play therefore so by like if i used oliver's system i would never play anything from the previous year because i just wouldn't have time do you know what I mean? So just saying like, yeah. oh, it just, you know, they don't get erased. They just get sort of deprioritized versus things that came out this year. Well, I already don't have time to play everything that comes out this year. So Yeah, that's true. So that but, would but, just but, effectively erase them. You know, the what was confusing me about Matt last year is like, it, here's what I imagined, Matt, that you had a physical list of all the games you wanted to play this year. And then when it ticks over to the next year, you delete that list, but then you still play them any. Well, you still might play them anyway. So what's the point in having a list? <laughs> well, because I'm not like I've got to play. I've got to play it. Like right now, there is no list, and I feel great. But then there's a game so come at the out. So like, okay, there need was to play a list. That. There was. A, did you actually have a physical list written down somewhere, like a Google Doc? Uh, yeah, I've got it's like I got that's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. I've got fuckloads to do. I've got Matt got like I've got loads of things on it. I've got multiple I to can, do. I list. can see that. Yeah, I can see the merit mm-hmm. in having like, no, an actual Sean, list. You're just trying to be nice. No, I, I, I can't because I, I that don't. <laughs> do both of you not have to do lists? I have like fuckloads. I mean, I've lost count. No, nah, because it becomes too much. List you got. I mean, I'm I'm a weird gentleman. Let's think. I mean, I've just I've got. Well, I've got like categories and all sorts, but um, well, oh, on, like, let me hear some of those categories. Well, I've got obviously got a massive TCGS folder of like TCGS to do um, things. I'm not going to mention on the show, but you guys probably know. Is that the stuff that you've shared with us? Um, mo- yeah, I think it probably is. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's okay, probably got yeah, more yeah, secret projects you don't know about. Yeah, um, get rid of a few yeah. of them. Uh, stuff I'm doing YouTube 2020 games to play. That's um, yeah. So I've actually got okay. I've I've, I've done that one. Um, then like things I'm gonna upgrade in my office. 
weekly schedule, patron tiers, this and the other. I've got like 20, 20 a, goals. I had like 2019 goals. What have both 2020 goals? Have you got 2020 goals? What, like personal goals? No, no, like TCGS stuff. T- so 2020 goals and 2020 plans, That they're both TCGS lists. I mean, we know nothing about this, to be <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's the same sort of stuff I've had previously, but uh, anyway, not, and yeah. then in like I've got, like, I've got like a family section for like days out, things, places I want to go over here. Some are good. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, that's on the list. I'll write it down. I'll go there someday. Um, work stuff wow. to do, work plans, other things uh, like. See, that just sounds right. You know what this sounds like to me is that if I was to do this by the by the, the like in two years' time, I look at those lists. It just make me sad because <laughs> none of those things would be like. <laughs> I'd have all these to-do lists, and it'd be, there'd be like one thing just with a line for it. Is that I? Yeah, but it's you... just, it's very very satisfying just having lists and taking things off. That's why they, that's why they're yeah, so good. I think that, I'd never take anything off. <laughs> I think the problem for me is that it would make. I mean, certainly, like professionally, I could probably do with adopting some of this because I'm incredibly disorganised and forgetful. Oh, work! I've got to-do but, lists. Yeah, yeah. That's but, a good way of doing uh, it. When it comes to like show stuff and playing games, it would start to make it feel like a bit of like too much of an obligation to me i guess well that's what Jay, that's what um james said in the background <laughs> during the discussion last week he went it just sounds like a job <laughs> well it kind of is a job there's lots of things to do every week it's not so, a job matt this is the, this is no, the crazy no, no, thing when you we start no, like, we... like it's negative i'm enjoying it but what obviously my, there are things what, to do no, that's right. and, my... and, and you know we can't be too critical because at the end of the day Dave we have to acknowledge that Matt is like the most organised of us and the way he keeps things ticking over is is crucial and we do well, yeah, you know, we, we benefit from that man. financially so <laughs> well yeah, okay I, I give him that I give him that but at the same time I I would drop the games list yeah I think I just don't think you need that mate just if there's a game that you want to play play it if you don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, but lots of games come out. I'm like, okay, well, that sounds good. I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do I. So do I. Anyway, anyway I, I, I like this. It, it helps me feel organised. It's good okay, to satisfy you, thing to get ticked off. I'm not do, the first man in the world to have a to-do list. I'm fairly you sure. Gotta, that's you good. do what you got to do. Yeah. No. But you um, might be the first one to tear up that to-do list and then carry on doing things on that list. That's that's, that's all I'm going to say on the man now, okay? <laughs> right, we can move on. Okay, Chris Cook at um, XIX, Blue Wolf XIX on Twitter. I see for 2020 Matt Murray has slipped back into a character on Computer Game Pod. What the fuck what? does that I was mean? Say, what is this about? <laughs> what does that mean? Is it... Did they go into any more? No, that's no. it. Okay. I mean, oh, what, oh, what, was was I this being when you were attacking... When you were attacking James last week, well, like you, you went for James like two or three times last week. I think that might be it. You've got to remember, James is quite like our listeners love that man. <laughs> so it's, you, you know, when you just give him a little dig or whatever, you, they don't like it. I know, mean, I picked on poor James. Like, he, he, he's old enough to deal with it himself. I was just wanted to get the, moot and the news on. You know, he, he you know this, he's not here, that's not... He did have a point last week. I mean, you were literally telling him to get on with it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and uh, I know, James, I know you're, James, you're listening and you're I writing your comment listening. down about this. He's, he'll listen to this, because he'll want to write right. little notes down about it, won't he? Yeah, yeah, go on. Uh, Johnny Ball, I love nerds. Somebody writing a computer game show to say, how have you never seen a giraffe to somebody that lives in England? As if you see giraffes every day just rocking about in Nottingham Forest. He means Sherwood Forest, and I don't live there. But I do get what he means. It's not, they're not on every street corner. I mean, yeah, but well, zoos exist. Yeah, they do. 
They um, do, but I'm hardly in zoos every weekend. I mean, uh, urban zoos, yeah. Yeah, but Matt, if if I said to you there was an animal that just like roamed around the earth with a massive neck, I know what giraffes are. See it. <laughs> I know we, I know you know what giraffes are, but when you want to go and see it, when you'd be like, what? It's I mean, fucking yeah, massive. I'd love to see one, but I just haven't up to now. I mean, if I have, I don't Put it on remember. a to-do list, Matt. Put it on your to-do list, list. Well, I could put it on a days out thing. I've got a lot of yeah. this in the family days out list, so... Zoo. I'd, I'd yeah. love it if we could do a team day out at the zoo. It would just That'd film so it all. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. I mean, what would we do? Like, oh, animals and that. Yeah. Oh, my... Do you not care about... I do <laughs> love seeing animals. I do, but I'm not, I'm not... I'm not wanking over it. It's like, you know, it's fine. No, no I'm asking you to do that, it. Matt. That's not... <laughs> That's, oh, okay. <laughs> that's not why people go to zoos, Matt. Oh, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure there are some people that go to zoos for that, yeah, but probably. they're naughty people. Perverts. Right, go on. Um, <laughs> okay, we're getting with Wrecked Reese. The desk conversation got me wondering about what you guys do for a living. Been wondering since the, since mid-res ended, and I've only been able to work out that James is a lecturer and you all work at desks. Also, Sean goes to farms sometimes, question mark. <laughs> Please humour me and let me know. Sean, you can't talk about it, can you? I can't. It's and it's not that it's particularly exciting. It's just, yeah, my employer is just like never identify yourself as an employee on the internet. So they're just for PR reasons, basically. Matt, you can sort of like yeah, I work for marketing agency in Leeds. That's that's yep. it, really. <laughs> now, whenever I tell people what I do for a living, <laughs> they don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I told Sam and he was just told me to fuck off four times. <laughs> so you had to take him aside and say, no. Uh, so I'm just going to say it and we'll move on, right? I'm an architect. Next. That's over feedback. It's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Wes gets a weird reaction. <laughs> Everyone's like, he, he can't. He can't. I mean, that that is just pure classism, isn't it? That's just... People being like, oh, but he's got like an accent. I, <laughs> I thought he was just like a, maybe a plumber or something. I don't know. It's a builder. <laughs> All right, okay, cool. Next. James. Oh, we got another news. Yeah. That's it, right, okay. Uh, so James isn't here, so our backup newsman is, and it, I've got a feeling that James is sitting there, listening to this, thinking, I hope he really does a good job. <laughs> Well, I mean, see about that. Uh, I've okay. very quickly scanned uh, the news that James has prepared for us. Um, first item um, is that Activision Blizzard have signed a deal with Google um, to uh, stream all their esports stuff. So, like Overwatch League and Hearthstone, and apparently there's a World of Warcraft esports scene. Don't ask me how that works. Um, but yeah, that's all going to be streamed on YouTube going forward. Um, which is sort of interesting because we've seen. So obviously, this this is pulling everything away from Twitch, right? Um, yeah. Picture Activision Blizzard stuff has you know enjoyed a pretty good relationship with with Twitch in the past. Like anyone who's got Twitch Prime, will, you know, in the Twitch Prime rewards, there's all like Call of Duty stuff, um, Hearthstone stuff. Um, I think Overwatch stuff in the past as well. Um, so there's obviously been quite a cozy relationship there, um, and it's been pointed out that like you know like what you know we've seen with Mixer, they've they've in order to try and get a foothold, they've been paying a lot of money to get like prominent streamers over. Um, whereas this is a bit of a, a different attitude towards it because they're, they're taking, you know, they're, they're buying events rather than specific mm. streamers. And it's, you know, it's been pointed out that this is interesting because a prominent streamer will get, you know, have like 
you know, so like a number of fans or whatever, and that's like a consistent audience. Whereas, like a you know, you, your big tournaments actually bring in, even though it's just like a, a singular event, like it actually brings in more numbers. Um, so it's yeah, interesting. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Um, I mean, like, of all, like, sort of, you know, the big, the big publishers and developers, Activision Blizzard is, you know, it's absolutely massive. So, it's a big one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a big one, and like, we're just seeing this a lot with, you know, this is just more exclusivity. You know, we've had our streamers go to places. We have like exclusive things on Netflix. We have like exclusive songs on Apple Music, and it's just it's happening everywhere now. And now yeah. there's whole like it's strange there's whole like parts of like gaming where now it's YouTube only. I'm, I'm sure you know 99 of people aren't going to be bothered. In fact, most people probably won't be because they watch YouTube anyway for the gaming stuff. Yeah. It's um, so I don't, don't think it's really, really going to be an issue. But it is very interesting that. They, you know, the exclusivity deals really are hotting up when it's not just streamers; it's yeah. actual organisations. Yeah. Well, this yeah, is this is leagues. what's interesting that it's you know that all this stuff felt like it was birthed from um, a break from traditional media. Um, like you know, Twitch felt kind of punk. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like it had that feeling of well, we don't like traditional media, let's do our own thing. And it, 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 it built up yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, and <laughs> it's the same with esports scene. No one wanted to put them on, so they did their own thing and they created their own style and, and it proved to be really, really popular. Um, but then it slowly seems to be folding back into sort of the traditional media s- structure, you know, with yeah. you can only watch this thing here um, and, and all that sort of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see how close it gets to that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And is it going to get to the point where, because, you know, as a consumer, it makes no difference to me that, you know, Twitch and YouTube are both free services. Um, it's not a problem. But yeah, when are we going to see a jump to a new service that you have to pay for? Pay for. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not outside the realm's possibility. Maybe mm. it's like, it'd be a bad thing overall, but for, you know, for these guys to go to show some things on YouTube Premium, so it'll be like, pay-per-view boxing you might have sky sports where you've got to pay the 15 quid yeah you, you know we all have youtube for free but obviously there is a premium version of youtube with no ads and this well and yeah other. that's what i was uh, gonna what, say what you if know, they suddenly they... start putting competitions behind that in order to drive up revenue it's possible yeah they, they I can't started see it i think it would hurt too much but they started um uh signing up like sort of big youtubers to uh do shows for this youtube premium stuff and Mm. yeah it kind of feels like it's it's going back to that whether that's a good or a bad thing i don't know maybe you'll get more professional more interesting ideas done if there's more money coming in um yeah, yeah. so yeah, it could be a big thing i mean in terms of this one i can't it, this isn't gonna change the professionalism of activision Blizzard. i'm very sure that's locked down but it is uh it is interesting it's like it, it, you know the whole like TV like we had everyone talk about cable cutting a few years ago. You know I'm sick of playing, you know or think like cable or Sky or Virgin. So I'll just cut that and I'll get other services. But now there's other services. If you want to get everything, probably cost more than Sky and Virgin. If you want you know say Netflix and Prime Video and Apple TV Plus and say or in in the TV land at least there's like there's so many more things to buy now. Mm. And it might be the case where okay. We had it all, and now we have to start paying for it all on several platforms to watch what we want to watch. Mm. Cool. Um, the Xbox Series X's rear ports are leaking. Shit! See, they should <laughs> see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so, shit's all weird. Uh, Brad Sams, who's a, a well-known uh, leaker, who apparently has like you know 
reputable sources within Microsoft has posted a couple of photographs of the Xbox Series X front and back um, lying on a on a very weird beige carpet that reminds me of my student days. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that looks like one of the things you put like in the hallway to, you know, yeah. to if you want to get rid of some some model for training. That was that was winding me up though. The amount of people commenting on that, like it's, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've mentioned this before, isn't it? It's one hundred and one when it comes to commenting on someone's photo that they tweet or post up on a forum or whatever. It's ignore the point yeah. and just pick out something in the background. Look to at comment me, on. I've noticed a detail elsewhere in the picture. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's not a picture, it's like if it's a screenshot, it's like why well, have you only got two percent battery? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh. God, yeah, it's that shit. <laughs> we yeah, get it. Um, but the thing is, I do that as well. The moment I see mm. a photo, I'm like looking around going, oh, what can I comment on? <laughs> oh, and then I'm doing it. I'm like, for fuck's sake, what's the matter with me? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's fairly unremarkable, I think. I mean, it's, you know, it's got an HDMI port, it's got power, Ethernet, two, two SD sockets and an SPDIF, but there's a mysterious extra socket that no one really knows what it's for. Um, We've seen that on well, consoles yeah. loads, haven't we? It's just Have a diagnostic thing, isn't it? If it's, if yeah. it's like it's nothing. Uh, people at first thought, "Wow, this could be anything," but it's probably just like diagnostic to, to plug into dev kits and all sorts of things. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, possibly. Thing, but, I don't yeah. know anything about that, but we, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Didn't the <laughs> didn't the GameCube have some like really weird port on the back of it that was never used? There's the, never the one. So there's one underneath where the broadband adapter went, right? And is that also yeah. what the Game Boy Player, whatever it was called? I think so, yeah, because that's that underneath, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's been a few of these things where I, I'd love to know, like, go back and look at some old ones and just think, yeah, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's always, I like those custom ones. They always look really, the, the Connect one is just a little right angle thing. You just think, fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I, uh, weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, has it got you? Has it got USB C? No, and that, that, that's the only thing I'm like. I hope this sort of isn't final because, like, USB C is obviously a future. You know, everything's gonna be USB. I mean, those things are USB C now. Yep. You know, the next iPhone will be USB C. There's so many things out there. But oh, that's just not to have one. They, they've been in just, Lightning. I, I, it, it'll come in the next like one or two revisions so for, okay. for sure. Yeah, um, and also I think there's like an EU directive or something that said they might have to because it's it's oh, there's, well, there's something about not, it not being that's fair. That's not, not going to mean anything to us, is it? Know, we yeah, for, fuck we want it. God, am I right? Um, Maximum freedom, <laughs> um, mate. Can't wait. But for this console, which you know isn't out yet, and you know, I think it will last five years or more, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like for it not to have a that, uh, an USB C future to get future proofs is a bit weird. Yeah, I sort of thought it would, but I mean, obviously it's not a deal breaker. But it is feeling a bit weird, so I'm sort of hoping this isn't a final prototype, and there will be because I know that one that was but like it can't be a final it prototype. Was faked, um, like two, two or three leaks ago, it was like, oh wow, mm. it's like two USB C things on the back. That's pretty cool, and that means I can, you know, charge my phone, charge other things, and obviously mm. we can here with like, the USB um, C, hopefully, and oh, no, yeah, USB mm. three, sorry, hopefully. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's not a deal breaker, and I'm glad I'm still using the uh, the standard sort of um, eight. Uh, what do you call like sort of the, the figure eight power lead? Which means uh, yeah, can, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, kettle lead. That's what kettle that's lead, what we mate. know them as. No, kettle well, lead is the, 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 no, the, the three pin chunky one. one. This is it. Yeah, this is a figure eight one. Oh, I thought that was the. Ke- I thought no, because the, ke- the figure eight one is the massive one the PlayStation uses, and the yeah. the other one, that figure eight ones, one that Xbox One X uses. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. I'm glad uses that. There's um I would have liked more more things on the back, but hey, mm. it does a job. It's also got <laughs> it's also got a Kensington lock, although obviously it doesn't appear to have worked <laughs> yeah, I love that. on this occasion. <laughs> I'm gonna lock that down. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, cool. Uh 
apparently we're getting a new Knights of the Old Republic game. I've seen people, uh, yeah, talk about this. So is it Bioware? It's well, they've not said. It's um, apparently. Hang on, where are we? So yeah, according to a new report from <laughs> not Cinelix, said, or you just haven't read the I thing. Mean, I, haven't I mean, read, don't get me wrong. I'm not having a pop at you. It. Doing a doing <laughs> oh, a James. You're doing just like James. <laughs> <laughs> apparently cool. quotes two individual sources familiar with disney's plans have confirmed there's going to be a night in uh, night, night of the order public game um but there's some disagreement on whether it will be a simple reboot or quote a sequel of sorts um but apparently it will integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things into the current star wars canon so i mean this is sort of interesting if you're a star wars nerd because isn't one of the like extra books around rise of skywalker can like makes revan uh, Darth Revan canon again um, Revan being like the you know the big bad from uh, the first Knights of the Old Republic um, and yeah so Revan gets a mention because um, you know obviously when the new film started so technically the Knights of the Old Republic games were like not canon yeah, anymore void. Um, yeah. so they're obviously there's an interest in, in reintroducing some of that stuff um, I, I think it'll be a, a reboot but you know but it's now part of the new canon Um but I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I, I think it's definitely going to happen. It's, it's such an easy win. Like, I mean, I yeah. never played the original, but it's you know, it's it's well loved. You know, EA need all all, all the wins they can get. Obviously, um, you know, the the most recent uh, Jedi Fallen Order did well, and people liked it, even if it's like you know a couple of issues. But generally, it's really well received. And I think um, <laughs> so. This feels like an easy win. Like, I I can definitely see a Kotor hat coming. Dave, are you also chuckling at Matt being very polite about Fallen Order? <laughs> No, I just like the fact that he can't just say that it did well. Like, you know what I mean? Just because he didn't like I mean, it. Did, did it do well? We don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it sold loads, but it was always going to. Um, yeah, yeah. Lots anyway. of people did really like it. I, yeah, I have mixed feelings. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, 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 this is almost certainly going to happen. I, I can't. It, it just feels like such an easy win for them. I'm just yeah, but curious. Yeah, Bioware to make it. That's well, this the is the thing. thing, yeah, because... Bioware doesn't seem to make good games anymore. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> so I don't really know who I want doing this. Get the hound. Oh no, I was, I was getting. I got confused with Bethesda. So, so who's <laughs> making like bio? Who's making Bioware style games now that aren't that isn't Bioware? Um, I mean, Obsidian. Obviously, they did. You know, Outer Worlds. Yep. Um, which so they have Microsoft now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so that's not happening. So they ain't making it. But yeah, um, actually, yeah so in my head, I was going to say Outer Worlds, but now I thought, no, that's that's a Bethesda thing. So that's why I stopped myself. Yeah. So ah, uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's mostly who's this? Oh, sorry, I, I should have looked this up beforehand. Um, but like the studio that makes Pillars of Eternity, um, and the studio that made um, Divinity Two, like all these sort of very PC focused. Like yeah. you know, RPGs tend to be where that stuff has gone now. I think, um, but I think, well, it was. I remember the pillars. Uh, sorry, the Divinity Two guys. It was announced they were working on something else, and I can't remember what it was. But it wasn't Star so, Wars. So, Kota was like a proper hardcore RPG, was it, or is it? I mean, yeah. Um, it's not or like was it sort of Mass Effecty or, or what. It, it was, was Mass Effect. It was essentially Mass Effect before Mass Effect, right? Well, no, because it was like the combat was very like, right, you pause it and like you'd only have like three party members at any one time, but it was like you would pause it, like, right, you do this, you do this, like giving out orders, you know. Oh, un- that sounds awful. Unpause it, let some of that play out and then pause it again and yeah. Um, oh, ugh, ugh. It's fine, it's good. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I don't it, it might not have aged that well. Um, like the yeah, the the thing that was remarkable with Mass Effect is it was kind of that, but it was a shooter. Um, whereas yeah, yeah. yeah, Knights of Republic was very much an RPG. Fucking um, old Mass Effect, man. Oh, yeah, just please come on, <laughs> let's get. Just come on. I looked on, uh, what was it? I had the John Lewis voucher for uh, Christmas. And um, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Nothing to spend it on, Matt. Nothing to spend it on. <laughs> but I went on there and just looked at gaming stuff. And it was it was funny, but also sad. They had a copy of Anthem and underneath it, it said £4.50. And that £4.50 had a line for it. And it said £4. And that had a line for it. And it said £3.50. <laughs> And, and then like, that had a line through oh, it and it just said, make us an offer. <laughs> Get it out of this store. Yeah, Never knowingly undersold, mate. <laughs> so, so do you think if like a KOTOR game came back, do you think yeah. it, they would make it more like a Mass Effect? So Mass Effect with like a Star Wars skin? or I think they would, think, yeah. I think they would have before... to make it a bit more action-y because as I say, those, those sort of Bioware-style RPGs tend to be your more mouse and keyboard PC audience now, I think. Um, not saying it couldn't translate. I just, yeah, I think the the temptation would be to make it a bit more of an action game with RPG elements, which is fine. More, you know, absolutely fine with an action game that still has, like, interesting story stuff and choices to be made and what have you. Um, yeah, and I mean, they've got a combat system there. I mean, like, yeah. if they, well, no, they probably don't own the combat system from, um, what do you call it, from... Uh, Fallen Order, do they? Fallen Order. Actually, yeah, and I suppose maybe by making it an action game, you risk, you know, because obviously it would be lighter on the action stuff and there probably would still be RPG stuff in it. So would you just be like, oh, well, this just feels like a rubbish Fallen Order (laughs) in comparison? I don't know. Um, Yeah, interesting. I hope it pans out, whatever it is. I just, EA's track record with Star Wars has not been amazing. Um, no, but it, yeah, I, I, I was good. be very surprised if it doesn't happen. It's just <laughs> and actually, I've, pl- I've played Battlefront um, 2 recently. Yeah, and, apparently uh, that's really good now, is that? You, well, it's, it is and it isn't. You're like, yeah. You can still see. It's so stupidly weighted to people that play the game a lot. Right. Like, you go into it and it's like, well, if you get like three or four kills, you get to pick a Jedi who can absolutely tear everything up. Right. And you're just like, for fuck, well, what's the point then? Yeah. So there's me trying to learn the game. But, uh, you know, you get a few kills here and there, but there's you you will never earn enough points to get one of the heroes at the end of it. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah a bit of a mess. But, like, it, it still looks incredible and plays pretty well. So mm-hmm. um, I, It's got I, that I story mode, but didn't, did James... I was going to say, what is a single player? James like? said it was appalling. James said it was bad. Um, yeah, but come yeah. on. I did the first, you could point, uh, I did the first um, <laughs> uh, mission and I was floating around as a robot on a ship thinking, what am I doing this for? So, <laughs> I, yeah, that was it. Because doesn't it, like, you know, they, they sold it on the fact that it's like, ah, oh, you play as a baddie. And then it's like literally after one or two missions, it's like, ah, no, she's gone good now. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah. Didn't all get that far. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Is that it for the news? That's it for the news, mate. Right, well, it's time to get to what we've been playing. And um, should we start with Sean this week? Let's start yeah, with Sean. Yeah, can do. I've, uh, I tell you what, talk about Feast or Famine. You know, the first episode this year, I had far too many games, and then I had literally none last week. Um, so this week, I've played... I've, I've been playing Dishonored 2. Um, Why? Why? Because uh, Kirk McKeon, editor of VG247, was going on about it on Twitter again and posting screenshots and stuff. Um, and it's been one of those games that I know... Like a few people have just never shut up about it, um, and I've, I've Sam White, Sam White, um, and I've had it for ages and just never got round to it. And then yeah, people talking about it again. And I was like, oh yeah, I've just realised I've got a much better PC than I used to have. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, do you know what? You never Let's, even started it. I literally did like the tutorial and went, oh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely play this at some point. And that was like two years ago. Right, so you know the <laughs> intro bit, right? Like yeah, it's, yeah. It, for me, I mean, I it didn't click with me. I played through Dishonored 1. I played uh-huh. through the DLC for Dishonored 1. Mm-hmm. Just something happened where it didn't click with me, Dishonored 2. I just couldn't get into it. Okay. It was probably one of those situations where I was just not in the mood for it. And then yeah. that was it. But um but but I, I even knowing that, right, even taking that into consideration, I genuinely think it's one of the worst openings to a game ever. Like the, <laughs> in terms of story, yeah. it is so poorly executed that I just I was really, really not in a good mood when that game finally started. But <laughs> Cause it, do, you, do you want to explain the the intro? So you literally you so yeah. or some shit. So you're initially you're you're looking at the world through Corvo's eyes. Corvo being the guy you played as in the first game, and uh, yeah, like the first game, like the queen gets murdered and you're her bodyguard. So well done. Um, but then in yeah, and then you you're rescuing the queen's daughter, who it turns out is also your daughter. I don't know how that's revealed in the first game. I never finished the first one. Um, but then this is set like what fifteen years on or something. Um, yeah. So your daughter is now the queen, and you just kind of walk through a corridor, and queen sits on the throne, and then someone comes in and just fucks everything up. And <laughs> she comes in and she goes, "Oh, um, you're not the queen. I'm the queen's yeah, I'm sister. Queen now, so by I'm way. the queen now." Yeah. And then everyone goes, "Yeah, oh, I suppose you are. Okay, let's kill it. <laughs> let's kill these people." It's just like what yeah. like all the guards just turn on you for literally no reason and they might explain that later on down the line I think, yeah isn't but, it implied that yeah the, so they were already working against you and they all like they knew this was happening like certain members of the guard were like like knew this I was guess, gonna happen it didn't and, feel like that it just felt oh, yeah. like they just went oh really you're the oh you're a sister <laughs> are you? okay well i guess you're the queen yeah <laughs> it was just like what the fuck uh, yeah, yeah it was just not bizarre. brilliant not brilliant the opening um but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's just like, like you know, the first game did this as well, where it was like, there's just systems layered on top of each other and, and they can interact with each other in all these weird and wonderful ways. Like I'm playing it quite boringly. I'm just trying to be as stealthy and non-lethal as possible, but I'm trying not to worry too much about when that goes bad, as it often does, because it is the, like, the harder way to play the game. Um, I'm playing it on easy mode, mind you. Um, which I'm still finding it like hard enough. That's so fine, fine to play on yeah. easy mode, yeah. Um, but um, it's just like the weird and wonderful things that happen. So I, um, you know, those those walls of light that you get. Um, for those who haven't played it, there's basically there'll be like corridors that have these like you know like force fields on them essentially, and they're like attuned to the enemies but not to you so that if you try and walk through them you get like fucking evaporated into ash or whatever but the enemies can walk through them just fine and i right shot an enemy with a sleep dart while he was stood next to one and as he sort of went went all woozy and stumbled he stumbled into the wall of light but because he had my sleep dart in his neck that set the wall off and killed oh, him oh brilliant and you're just like fuck so should I put him to sleep and now he's dust? Like he's- <laughs> <laughs> and, and the game, I mean, the first one was like this. The game yeah. really punishes you for deaths. Like, yeah. it's like, you. what is it called? The high chaos and high... Yeah, so, yeah, there's like a grid that you... And this sort of, you know, one end you've got sort of lethal and combative. And then, you know, in the other end you've got non-lethal and stealthy. Um, 
And yeah, and it's sort of the first game really like threw it at you that it was like, you will get the bad ending if you kill people. And it was really strict with it, wasn't it? Like, yeah, like it was. I remember playing like the first two missions, not killing everyone, and it taking me hours, right? And then I killed one by accident Mm. in this, like the third mission or whatever. And then the next cutscene, it was like, oh, you're going around murdering everyone. (laughs) You should, and I was like, what What the fuck? Yeah, and so Um, then from then on, I was like, just fuck it, I'm chopping heads off. Like, (laughs) I don't care now. So the second is more lenient with that stuff. Like, you can get away with killing a few people, and as I say, it sort of shows you on this sort of, you know, this two-axis grid, um, like, where you ended up. So you can kill a few people and still end up more or less in the the stealthy, non-lethal bit. Um, So that's cool. And, like, it, you know, differentiates between, like... Like, killing, like, enemies is not as bad as killing innocent people, for example. Um, Yeah. And it just sort of says, like, you know, if you can do it non-lethally the the ending is more optimistic is the way they phrase it um rather than being like good or bad endings yeah fine i guess um so i'm trying not to worry too much about that stuff but i just yeah i like it looks incredible i cannot believe like i know three years isn't a huge amount of time but in video games it can be um it still looks incredible like i mean it's like you know it's i forget what engine it is based yeah it's based on id tech so obviously you know it's going to look good. But, ah, oh, yeah, it's it's just stunning. Like, I've spent, like, quite a bit of time, you know, because it has this structure where there'll be, like, quite a focused mission and then there'll be another area where you've got, like, objectives, but it's, like, a bit of an open world bit. Um, and, yeah, just, I, I just having a little walk around and just, yeah, just, like, really, really well realised. And, like, the amount of secrets tucked away in, like, people's apartments or sewers or whatever, and just enjoying, like, figuring out how to use the powers to get to the items and stuff. Yeah, really enjoyable. Um, It does does an incredible job of... um setting the world by listening to like overhearing conversations yeah like the writing in that respect is is really good because you're always hearing something relevant to the lore of the game or the the world around you and listening in like that all of a sudden something would sort of just perk your ears up and you go holy shit that's that thing that i just went past or whatever yeah yeah talking about that and yeah it was great for that that was that was why that party mission was so good in that in that um uh, in that first game, because mm. there was so much incidental dialogue that you pick up on that that was relevant and interesting, yeah. that it really did feel like you were hiding away. Because the, yeah, the genius of that was that everyone knew that there was this assassin going about the place, and they all know what it looked like because the wanted posters were everywhere, and you were going to a masked ball, and everyone just assumed you were <laughs> like being a bit sick that you were dressing up as yeah, this cosplay. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, you got to hear what people were saying about you as a character without them knowing that you were yeah. the character. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really good, really mm. good. Yeah, um, I never played Dishonic. I know a Dishonored game. Have you not? No. You'd like it? They, they are they are hard, and they're they're a lot to take in because they're like I say very sort of like you know to look at it. You're like, oh, it's a first person action game, but they're very systems heavy you get all these weird abilities which, like I say sort of interact with the world in all sort of weird ways like they you know you have like a possession ability for example where you can like leap into other people's bodies and, and control them for a bit but like that will work on like fish or rats or yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you can possess yeah. a fish and find a route into a building through the sewers and then appear out of you know in a toilet or um or like you great. can you can like jump off a really tall building and then just before you land 
possess someone and then you just harmlessly pass into their body and then out again and you you know you survive the fall weird things like that um and like you know apparently you can like if you cut a guy's head off you can like attach a mine to the head and then you can pick up the head and throw it and it's a grenade (laughs) (laughs) just stuff like that that Uh, the the example given when we went to see it at egx like the talk at egx was if there's someone comes at you with a gun, you could freeze time for a moment, possess them, walk them in front of the bullet, oh, and God, then yeah. unfreeze time. And yeah, the bullet goes straight into their own head. It's yeah. like, uh, that's when James shouted, boring, <laughs> if you remember correctly. He's uh, trying to order yeah. the dominoes on his watch. <laughs> he, um, was. he was. <laughs> so yeah, I've properly enjoyed it. I'm really glad I've gone back to it, even though, like I said, I can't believe that it's like several years old. Like, it really doesn't feel it at all. Um, hang on, hang on. You said three years. How how old is it? Uh, Twenty sixteen. It came out. Okay, well, yeah. So mm. three years. Yeah, because we yeah, so. we because I always thought this was really you no. Know, I, I never played it, so in my mm. head, it's much older than three years. But yeah, that's not. Yeah. That's actually well, the, the first reason, one isn't it? obviously was. But uh, I um I the more I hear about the game, the more I just thought I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe just I was just not in the mood for that game. You've got to be in the mood for it to play. Definitely, yeah. Especially for someone that doesn't like stealth. Yeah, it Um, asks a lot of you to begin with. I mean, yeah, if you don't like stealth, you can play it as an action game and just go around slashing everyone up and. Um, you know, and you, you, can, and you can to some extent, but it does. It gets a bit much if, like, if you're fully going for combat. Yeah, it, it is ridiculously difficult because it chucks oh, really? so many enemies. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. That is, uh, yeah, enjoying that. Um, played uh, the first chapter of Vader Immortal on the Oculus Quest, which I think you've yeah, like all played. Jedi. It, yeah, um, it's the game that I show to people. Yeah. I can, uh, yeah, I can what, see what why. it does. It's really good, isn't it? Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's not so much the fact that it's really good. And I mean, it is good, but it's not like my favourite VR experience. But yeah. what I will say is that the, the hand tracking stuff is the first thing that blows people's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is how good it looks. It's like easily yeah. the best looking VR game that, that I've played on the on the Quest. Yeah. And, you know, it's relatable. People like Star Wars. So yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of like, yeah, they like the fact that you're standing in front of Darth Vader and shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those where I kind of don't really want to talk about anything that happens because all the, the joy of it is just all these funny little interactions um i mean you know, stuff that's in the trailer is like you climb a ladder and <laughs> how is that interesting don't know but it is it feels <laughs> really it feels weird, weird doesn't it like <laughs> it just feels really good really tactile um and yeah like loads of other stuff that I, I won't spoil and it's just and it's quite a cool little insight into darth vader um there's some nice nice bits of character development in there um, which obviously you know it's Darth Vader everyone basically knows what the deal is but there's there's a nice bit of insight into him I think um, yeah I mean uh, one of the insights is that you can't do the simplest puzzle on the face of the fucking yeah. planet but other than that you well, must try it? and open this box that no one can open you just like Push press a button. a button underneath it and it opens <laughs> you're like oh well done well, isn't that, it, <laughs> it, it only works because of your special bloodline or whatever I don't oh know. fuck off yeah it's a bit it's a bit of nonsense <laughs> but I, I, I probably enjoyed it and like Matt you were saying it's like you you fucking stand in front of Darth Vader and he's terrifying. Yeah, genuinely, <laughs> like, like, yeah. when he walks down his corridor, like fucking hell, that, that's that's Darth Vader. Yeah. And like, it's really intimidating, and he's a, he's and a big old. Chap. I was more scared of that dude in the prison though, that that sort of just like looks at you and he's got a weird face. I was a bit oh, like, the, the imperial officer guy. 
No, the okay. dude in the prison that you have to well, release. The one in the cell. The yeah. one, the one yeah, that's yeah, got yeah, a weird yeah, face yeah. because he's an alien, Dave. Is that what you're Yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Jesus. What? Um, but you can't. You're not like, what? But the, oh, sorry, sorry. Aliens. You, that's what I'm saying. All right, okay. It's just, have you I, know, okay. like, yeah, those weird little VR moments where you realise, like, your subconscious has bought into it way too much. Um, there's a bit where your ship gets boarded by some Imperial lads and they blow the door yeah. off the back of the ship and they all march in. I, without thinking, raise my hands. I'd love to like, get a live feed of just you, like not see what you're watching. And, just see. Um, and I, I, like, I really don't want to spoil this bit, so I'll, I'll word this carefully. Yeah. But when you first get to use the sword-style weapon... <laughs> Yeah, oh, okay. very cryptic, mate. Don't know what okay. I could. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's not really a sword, but it's a bit like a sword. It's like a sword, yeah? isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit, a bit like a sword. A sword. Yeah, yeah. First time I get you to use that, fucking hell, you feel good. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> really good. <laughs> and no, since so actually... I play this, there's actually two or two other two other episodes out now. Yeah, I'm gonna yep. have to get them. I think. Um, good because they're not expensive they're like it's eight quid each or something yeah i think yeah something like yeah, that the first one's eight quid i don't know yeah. if it's the same for the others but i'm yeah. sure it will be but, yeah. but what's 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 good about that that bit is that it doesn't take like it's a tutorial right where you fight something mm. and it doesn't necessarily go here hold and do this to block you know like when you were playing connect for the first time and it was like <laughs> to block cross your arms like this it doesn't really do that does it it was kind of like yeah, just just okay, gives block. you the tool and You're makes right. you deal with the situation Okay, yeah, um, so yeah. surely if I just do that, it blocks it. Yes, that works, yep. and I'll swipe now. It's, it's just completely natural. It doesn't have to go you, take you out of the experience to do a little tutorial thing. It yeah. just works. Yeah, yeah. It's great. great. Uh, Good. I mean, I've got two more, but one we've all played, so I'll do that last. Um, okay. Before that, yeah, so I've been playing Hades, which is the new one from Supergiant Games of Bastion and... Um, oh, transistor. transistor fame yeah okay. um two well-respected games man yeah well this is it it's it like it is another one of their games you already know that it looks and sounds great um, oh, is it is it an isometric rpg that with a narrator over the top certainly is oh there's i mean there's not is it really there's not a a narrator as such it's so basically the story is your um uh hades's son no wait is that i forget in greek mythology is hades the place or the guy I can't remember. God of the Underworld is your dad, and you're trying to escape for reasons that have not been made clear to me yet. Um, and it's, so, yeah, basically, it plays most like Bastion in that it's, yes, it's an action game. You've got a melee weapon, you've got like a magic spell that's like your ranged weapon, you've got a special attack, and you can dodge. Um, and, but what's cool is the gods of Olympus are helping you, right? They're, they're trying to help you get out. Um, so you get new abilities from them, but you get like as you as you go through the game, um, there'll be like these orbs, and each one represents like a different god of Olympus, and each of those has like a a suite of abilities that they can they can offer you, um, and it's just, and it's a fascinating system because right, so every time you try and escape the place, the corridors seem to shift and change, and it's yeah, it's a road like brilliant um so every time you attempt it everything's different but you you know every time you clear a room there'll be different exits and it'll tell you like what you're gonna get right for for clearing a certain room so it might be money or health or sometimes you'll get an icon that represents one of these gods so 
you've got the usual roguelike thing. If you're getting new abilities and you're picking, like, you know, every time you get a new ability, you can choose from, like, three different ones. And you get that satisfaction of being like, well, hang on a minute. I've already got these two abilities. If I get this one, it'll work really well and it'll, you know, synergize with the abilities I've already got. So you've got that element, but it's also the fact that you start to know that all these different gods, like, you start to know what abilities they're going to offer you. So you can sort of, like most roguelikes, you basically having to randomly, like, these abilities are randomly being presented to you and you're kind of just having to, you know, muddle your way through it. I'm like, well, these abilities kind of work with what I've already got. Whereas this system of the abilities being tied to certain gods actually lets you play for certain builds a bit more than usually can with these games do but, you think that that hmm. is like an improvement over the systems that we used to yeah like because totally. uh, it kind of makes me you know part of the fun in playing roguelites is like y- you get that loot and you're like fucking hell i got that and it feels like it's taken that away a little bit maybe i see yeah i know what you mean it, it makes it a bit predictable but then there's enough of the gods that you know, it it's not doesn't feel like a limited pool, and you're not necessarily going to get the ones you want, right? right so like okay. it, it, it might, you know, it'll offer up. So there might be like two exits to every every floor that you clear, um, and it's not necessarily going to produce the the ones that you want and the abilities that you want. Um, so no, I I think it works. There's, it's just like a a slightly predictable element to it, and the fact that like, you know, I've, I've said this about roguelikes before. I much prefer the ones where, like, every run you take stuff back with you that gives you a bit of a leg up in in future runs, and it totally does that. Um, like, you know, you get items and stuff which you can then spend to improve your character. You can un- unlock new weapons that you can start the mm. game with. Um, so, just you know, there, I've not had a single run where it's felt like a waste of time. Like, it all it all contributes somehow, and like, it's got this really interesting system of whenever you die, you go back to you know your home, um, and there's like friendly characters everywhere. And it's like, it's this really weird thing that like your dad who doesn't want you to escape thinks you're an idiot for even trying. So he knows you're doing it. It's not like a secret. And he's just like, yeah, knock yourself out, mate. It's not going to work. Like, so every time you die, you come back to me like, Hey dad, I'm back. And it's, yeah, that's really cool. And there's, yeah. So all these characters you talk to and, um, you know, you get items that you can give to them and they unlock new stuff. And by talking to some of them a certain number of times, it unlocks new like lore entries and stuff like that. So it really builds on this idea that it's like, yeah, you're going to keep coming back here over and over again, but that's fine because there's going to be more stuff to do in your home base rather than just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to fucking try again. I don't know. It just just seems like a much more complete loop than a, a lot of roguelikes in, in that sense. Is there much of a story? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. There, I think there is. I've not got into it much. There's sort of, you know, because there's, there's people that are, like people in the underworld that are helping you and there's sort of these weird comments about like, look, we know why you have to get out of it. Like you shouldn't be here. And it's not really been explained why. Um, like, Which is one thing that has always annoyed me a bit about Supergiants games in that it's like the main character knows more than I do and he's just not saying it. Do you know what I mean? Like Transistor was really bad for that in that it was like you had no idea what this world was or what was happening. And it wasn't like the main character had amnesia or anything. She just wasn't saying aloud what anything meant or anything, you know. Or yeah, it's a bit of a disconnect, um, isn't it? Yeah. Then? Like you want to feel like the character, but exactly, you, yeah. you're not. Yeah. So that's weird. But that, but I'm uncovering like, in, uh, sorry, I'm enjoying uncovering like bits of 
extra dialogue and bits of lore and stuff as it goes. So fine. Um, like the combat itself is really enjoyable, um, really frantic. Again, you know, you have this, this cool thing of like, putting together certain builds or spotting abilities to, like you know you get a new weapon and then you you know find a, a god as, you, as you're playing through the game and it's like oh shit that ability will work really well with this weapon and then um yeah just like you know putting together really excellent builds like just dashing around constantly slashing the fuck out of everything or being like a ranged character there's like a, a bow and arrow you can use as well and like say you have like these magic abilities and stuff um yeah really satisfying um yeah, I was really enjoying it. Apparently, it's like it's in, it's still in early access technically, um, but it is it still fit. Epic Games Store exclusive? Or it's it? not. It's on Steam as well now. Oh, okay, right. Because I got this in the yeah, I got this in the the Steam Christmas sale. Um, it's definitely one of those. I mean, I know we we got bored of ourselves saying it, but it's been a while, so I'm going to do it. It'd be great on the Switch, um, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> just because it suits quite short um, sessions. You know, um, like it's. It's not going to be one that I'm like, I'm going to turn the PC on and spend a good three hours on Hades. Like, it's, it's good for really short And you reckon the Switch could run it well enough? Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose, you know... The, the games have never been graphically intensive, have they? Yeah, but, like, the artwork is, is like, really beautiful. It would be kind of a shame to squash that onto a 720p handheld screen, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; they always look good, but they've always been like overly stylized. And yeah, I mean, yeah. the Switch could easily run the other two games. So. Yeah, true. And like, it's yeah, I suppose it's naive to sort of assume they all run on the same engine or whatever. But yeah, they've obviously they've ported other games to the Switch, good so point. they're obviously interested. Mm. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's coming because that'd be great. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was like nine quid in the Steam Christmas sale. Yeah, well worth it. Nice, decent. Uh, and the last game, which I'll let one of you lead on, is Journey to the Savage Planet. Well, I'd like to lead on it, but <laughs> Go on. a little bit, a little bit upset with Matt. Uh oh. Well, you can still lead on Matt. Well, I don't know. How much have you played, Sean? Uh, I'm in a couple of hours. Yeah. So yeah, same as us. we, we okay. were hoping for double that, but <laughs> I mean, so it got to Saturday. We played it Friday night. And then we said at the end of like our game session, we said, oh, I really want to play more of this. Um, should we play tomorrow night? We're like, yeah, we're up for it. So I text Matt at like nine o'clock saying, you still up for it tonight? No reply. So I thought, okay, <laughs> fine. Logged on at 10 o'clock. No Matt. I was like, right, okay, well, I'll play a couple of Rocket Leagues or whatever. Mm-hmm. Still nothing. So I just went, Matt, are you ghosting me? Still nothing. Then... What was it, about quarter to midnight you text me back? midnight yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Let me just try and guess his excuse, because it's the worst excuse he's ever come out with, and not because of the excuse itself, but because of who was saying it. Try and guess Matt's excuse for not turning up. <laughs> I've no idea. I, I fell asleep. Oh, wow. I'm like, no one's okay. going to believe that, Matt. No one's <laughs> going to believe that. Well, I've just talked to Jill. I'm always falling asleep at home. You, what? No, you never, you never sleep. It's like the one thing you want to sleep on the couch. Like if he doesn't sleep at night when he's supposed to, he's probably going to start conking out during the day. So, yeah, but this was in the evening. This is like between nine and midnight. Okay. Yeah, but if I if I lie down, then I I, yeah. (laughs) That's how it works. Is that how your life works? If I'm angled less than forty (laughs) five degrees, then. Yeah, Jill gets really annoyed at me because I can sleep wherever I sit within like thirty seconds, and then she kicks off not. I mean, that is that's chronic fatigue, Matt. That's (laughs) 
Yeah, but no, because I've been trying, like, I, this year I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus on my sleep and mm. I think it'll be better for me overall. And I've been like, you know, really focusing, trying to get to bed like 10, half 10 when you're going to sleep. And so often I'm in bed for like an hour, like still awake. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but... And the main reason I was guided is because I was loving what we were playing on Friday night. I mean, first question for you, Sean, yeah. um, before we go into what this game actually is, because I think it's slipping under the radar a little bit, but were you playing it in co-op or single player? A uh, single player, yeah. I think that might have, um, yeah, I think that might have an effect on, as as it always does with games like this mm. and um, people try and play it solo or whatever, but we'll find out. So, Journey to the Savage Planet is a sort of right the the best way to describe it I, I had no idea what this game was going in there was something there was a trailer saying something about crafting and playing with a friend and stuff and i was like okay maybe it's like a survival game or whatever um and with the heavy influence on co-op i assume that it would be like an open-ended thing maybe you land on a new planet every time and then you've got to survive for as long as you can um but it's not that at all it feels like from the two hours we played a very straightforward campaign where it's more of a metroidvania style game where you land on a planet you've got nothing no weapons no nothing you have to go out scavenge resources and put it into a 3d printer on your spaceship uh, and print off things but it looks like you print them off in order well it's certainly initially anyway where it's like okay first you have to make a gun so you go out you have a little look around this planet you find things you go back to your spaceship you get enough resources to build a gun and then every time you go in and build something new it allows you to explore a new area of this planet that you've not had access to before so there's a grapple hook and um there you suddenly realize that there's certain things you can grapple onto Uh, Once you've got that grapple hook, it gives you access to those areas. A double jump is the first sort of major stepping stone in getting into new places. Um, But it's laced with this humour and this art style that um, sort of... I I mean, you said it while we were playing, but it really reminds me of Banjo-Kazooie, like Nuts and Bolts. (laughs) It it looks insane, doesn't it? I've got to say, it is fucking beautiful. Like, it reminds me of Nuts and Bolts, because I remember seeing Nuts and Bolts and thinking... I mean, this is cartoony, and we're in an age where everything was trying to look deadly realistic. Mm. Um, and it, this is one of the most, like, it's one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Like when I was talking about when Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts come out, yeah. and it reminds me of that where it's like this is overly simplified a lot of stuff. You know, all of the um, vegetation around the the planet and stuff is all very basic, really, when you look at it. As you know, if you were to go up close to it, and yeah, there's not a huge amount of detail, fuck, that looks... but no, but, but there's an when art direction. It opens to up, it. and you see yeah. the fucking full tower that you're supposed to climb, <laughs> and everything around it, you just think, whoa, shit. Mm. And what done me was that there was this huge platforming section that Matt did, and I wasn't able to do it. And we knew it was the wrong way to go at the time, <laughs> but Matt got to the top, and he was like, oh my fucking god, you've got to see this. It looks incredible. <laughs> And uh, we we decided to move on before I got to the top there. I know we'll go back to that area, Matt. Yeah. But, um, but it was that I was point, I'm like, like, this is a weird thing to say because it's not a type of game, but I'm sort of getting banter Kazooie vibes. <laughs> I just because yeah. I, 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 Did you do the platforming section that we, we were referring to, Sean? The bit no, where, where something's so. like, there's the things blowing you off these leaves that you jump in. Oh, okay, no, no, I got Yeah, I, I got to the top of this, like, this, well, it, it, it's nowhere near the top of that tower, but I got to the top of this platforming section. And the fact that you can see... 
you know, this massive expanse in front of you, but it isn't realistic. It's not realistic, like, location we're looking at or environment. But, mm. yeah, it just looked fantastic. It looks sort of cartoony, but, yeah, like, weird sort of Banjo-Kazoo vibes. Not quite sure why, but, uh, yeah. In terms it, of gameplay, really what, you, what you're mainly doing is, um, uh, what you're mainly doing is a little bit of combat here and there. There's a little bit of puzzle solving here and there. But I think the main thrust of the game, or, or what I was enjoying so much, was... A, the exploration, because it it really does feel like you're plonked into the middle of nowhere and there's so many directions you can go, you just don't know which way to go. So you start testing things out. It's also an experimental game where, like, for example, you come across a um, uh, a gate, gated off area. It's like vines, spiny vines in, in your path. Um, but next to it is like this big fan with eyes. And you're kind of like, right, how do we get past that then? And then you slowly work out. When we found that solution to that, Matt, I think we both just pissed ourselves laughing because it's just, yeah, it was brilliant. Um, And, you know, it's there's lots of moments like that where you have to sort of work out. We're playing in co-op, obviously, so we were trying to work out uh, can we get past this bit yet or do we need an item mm. um i think it's quite good in you've got like a an ai that's talking to you non-stop throughout <laughs> i can see that getting a bit irritating it wasn't in the two hours we spent on it but there was the, no, the ai was in those two hours it, is, it was annoying and, and, it, and it was funny it made me laugh it made us laugh a bunch of times actually like, yeah, i was yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah, i mean funny. yeah not to digress i'm really surprised how funny this game is yeah because um, it, it it has that feeling like where you watch it and it's like when you see the kooky adverts that's played in your ships <laughs> and that opening intro and stuff you're kind yeah. of like oh my god this is gonna irritate uh, yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. out of me it just doesn't does it it yeah. plays it just right it just yeah, yeah. hits that right the sort fucking, of fucking i'm, always a, I'm always a fan Sorry, i'm always a fan of like games where they have like live action like like in universe totally. videos i like yeah, control yeah. did it really well this does yeah, more of the same where you can go in your ship and you watch a video of this, this actual actor who's like the person you're liaising with back at base camp or wherever. And I do always appreciate them. Um, you know, it's a thing. It's, a, it's someone that they can they can go into into being embarrassing or cringy, but I think actually, I genuinely on the whole, I really liked them and I liked them in this one as well. The fucking the Wally. The advert for Meat Body. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, yeah, Meat Body, yeah. I've seen the one where you can like grow humans and in like their own little like shopping mall and stuff. Yeah, that's also quite good. <laughs> the the um so the the story is that you you're an explorer and you've been sent to a distant planet to see if it's right for human life, right? But but then you slowly realise that the company that sent you there, a don't know what the fuck they're doing, and b have pro- properly set you up to fail, haven't they? Yeah. Like they've they've given you nothing to work with, and uh, the guy's just kind of like, yeah, you're probably going to die. It's <laughs> there's no way of getting back. Yeah, it's um, based on the it, assumption that I, I, like the first couple of videos say we, you know, lots of people were sent out, and we don't expect you to encounter any sort of art, intelligent life or anything at all. And then after you like scan things, I mean, there's lots of scanning in this game, exactly like no man's sky it's very yeah. no man's sky in that regard you scan everything and then that gets added to your you know your sort of encyclopedia of knowledge and then when you go back into ship like that i guess gets sent back to to hq and then it's very clear suddenly that oh, hang on no there is stuff on your planet and actually we want to investigate further and see what the hell is happening over there yeah and i it I think what it did for us, and this is where I'm interested to see what your experience was like, Sean. Mm-hmm. What it did for us is that we sat down, we had a laugh and a bit of a chat, 
but mainly we're just bouncing ideas off of each other mm-hmm. and just going, what's what does this do? How do we get past this? What do we have to do next? Because it's it does just enough to explain what you should be doing, but leaves enough so that you're questioning things that you're doing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you, you're seeing different paths and going, have you been down here? Come down here. Look, what's this do? Oh, I don't know. Well, you know, uh, what happens if you do this? Oh, that works. So, yeah. yeah. It, I love the fact that you're not tethered to each other. Like, at one point, we're like at different locations. I'm, like, I'm over here at this sort of really? particular mission marker. <laughs> you over there. Or I died. Oh, God, yeah. And I said, yeah. oh, you should go back over there because there's like, a thing over there we can do. And like, although it was a co op game, we weren't like, we didn't have to be on the same screen. Or that is very other. weird when you're playing Halo at the same time and Halo does that thing where like if you're too far away from someone it's like I will just yeah. warp you right there we won't ask you or anything like that but just warp you right next to your teammate like that that is fucking jarring mm. but yeah and here we were yeah we were completely different parts of the map weren't we and um, that which was interesting because everything you do from levelling up to because uh, you scanning do level items. up like, to scanning items everything if Matt did it it affected me as well. Mm. Um, and that was great because it was like we had two missions to do and essentially we both went off and did the missions separately for a bit and everything Matt was finding was coming up on my screen as well. Uh, so okay. it's good that, that I like that stuff. Because yeah, so it's, if you levelled up, I levelled up and I think I, I had loads, I was collecting resources for a certain mission or certain thing to get in the, to print in, in back in the ship. I yep, got yep. those resources, went back, went back uh, printed it and suddenly it was in your inventory as well which is really cool that's the other thing as well and uh, another thing that could affect if you're playing this solo or with a car partner if one of you dies you can revive them um and uh, okay. but if, if it, you've got like 20 seconds to revive them so it's better you know it there is a benefit to staying near your partner um but more importantly if you die twice i think you know it's got that dark souls thing well, if you die and you get back to where you died, you can pick up your resources. But if you die and you don't get back there, then you've lost those resources. Okay. So to bank your resources, you teleport back to your spaceship because yeah. there's teleports everywhere and you use them. But um, it just felt so fresh mm. and such an interesting experience. For you know, we've played games where exploration's been like the main thrust of gameplay, um, and they're great. We we love games like that. Um, I think we all have an appreciation for that style of game, but doing it in a co-op setting like that is just gives it that new edge that I'm sure games have done before, but because we're both playing this at the same time and discovering it at the same time, it's been a really interesting experience to sort of just bounce ideas off each other and talk about things that we've seen. And, you know, mm. you get that moment where you see something cool and you're like, come here, come here, come here. And then <laughs> you wait for them to turn up and stuff. It's, yeah, yeah and, I, I and like the, it. The, the locations are so varied. Obviously, you're just on that, or what, at least so far, we're on only on one planet, but on one planet, you can be like a snow section one minute, to like, Lava yeah, caves and down fire in the, the caves next, and shit. And that was oh, yeah, there, like, the lava the level. Area. Yeah, yeah. It's so fascinating it's really because around every corner it could be something different, which is really cool. Yeah, to like it's fascinating because it. If if we pretend that you know space exploration games exist on a spectrum from No Man's Sky to Outer Wilds, right? In the <laughs> No Man's Sky, lots of weird and wonderful shit, but it's random and often quite like you know it does get a bit samey at times. And then Outer Wilds on the other end is like super authored and like you know and there's all these like precise mechanisms all sort of ticking away behind the scenes this sort of feels like a halfway point between the two in that it is it is authored it is all hand built 
but it's got that sense of like I've got no fucking idea what I'm going to see next. Like it's it yeah, yeah, feels totally, yeah. quite random in a good way. Um, and that it's, well, that's it. When I first loaded it up, I was I just assumed it was like a roguelike. Yeah. Every time you go in, it's like everything's randomly generated. Yeah, yeah when you first land, it, yeah, you come out of the like ship, and it just looks so odd that it straight away, you're like, oh, this is this. Yeah, it's just like algorithmically generated. Is this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting. I, I do now, like, I was enjoying it. I do now feel like I'm missing out playing it on my own. I uh, think you might be. <laughs> yeah. but, like um, honestly, because hmm. it is, it's just such a good game to knock ideas about on, and and um. Yeah, like discover that stuff with someone else there. Yeah. I mean, we say that about most games, right? Like most games are better in co-op. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's like a, yeah, just a standard thing. But um, yeah, I'm interested to hear what like how the sense of, dis- because I suppose the sense of discovery from us was felt so non-linear hmm. because we were both all over the place. Yeah. But whereas- did you have that feeling of I'm discovering stuff or did it feel a little bit more like a linear experience for you? Um. I suppose in a way, yeah, it does. It has felt quite linear because, it, although obviously, yeah, there are multiple paths to take at, at various points. Like I'm only ever taking one path, and it feels like, yeah, yeah, and like, and it's felt like, yeah, I've just sort of taken what to me felt like the natural route through, and so yeah, I, I can see what you mean. Like it m- would feel very different to have someone else wandering off in a different direction and being like, oh fuck, look at this! Like I've just found this. But it's also um, fun, even when like we're both trying to get up that platform section. I'm saying like, and you're like, well, where do I go now? You're like, jump there, jump this, do this, and mm-hmm. go in that corner of the uh, the rock to jump over. So even that was uh, was a big help. Yeah, I, I felt hurt, it actually hurt my a bit ego again. that bit. Hurt my ego that bit. I'm, I'm well, like, <laughs> you just need to get better at your jumping. Matt Murray, I, I played me a little bit to actually today because I wanted to see what it looked like. Whoa, what? No, no, because I wanted to test, and sadly, you know, it is how what we suspected, Dave. Whereby, right? Because it's co-op, I I went to play, and obviously, I had to start again. Uh, but it so uh, you were playing on my game, right? Yeah, now, it's one of those. Uh, which is, un- yeah. I guess, it's understandable. It's just every game does it. It's just sort of annoying. But mm-hmm. I, I guess I can. There's probably lots of complicated reasons why that is the case. Uh, so I played a bit of the campaign, and yeah, it definitely was lacking a certain something. I've seen some reviews today because the embargo dropped today, uh, Monday, uh, to record this. And um, I mean, reviews are bit all over the place some have said oh it's fine it sort of you know loses its way or the combat's not great others said actually you know it's just a, a fun little sandbox but one of them i read said like oh the co-op's tacked on so well yeah. oh no way i don't know no i mean way. Like, it feels it, really it, essential arguably you could say well actually single player is not a good compared to co-op like i mean mm. i don't know it seemed like it's it was just another another good mode and if you've got co-op opportunities do it if not then single player still could be interesting so uh yeah i'm not sure about that but um also like reading like, the reviews guide this game is only like 25 quid yeah 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 25 yeah, quid made crazy. by a small team and i think mm-hmm. like that 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 feel like makes it feel like even more impressive really yeah oh god yeah especially down to the looks i mean they've mm. nailed that sort of weird look but still looks beautiful thing mm. yeah like totally. it, it, it really worked like um uh, Gone Home was a little bit like that, where it would look terrible. And then <laughs> once you were way up in the sky looking down at all the shit that you made, you were kind of like, oh, right, that's actually pretty beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, it gives it, it's, it's that sort of feeling, really. But on a bigger scale, I think. Did you say um, Gone Home? 
or Groho. Oh, not Groho. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, you think Groho? Like, Gro- I don't remember Gro- that bit. Did I have an art style? That's, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when you were up in the basement and you were looking down and saw the shit that you read? Um, yeah, no, I mean, going yeah. home or whatever. Grown home. Yeah. Growing, grow growing home. house. Gro- grow home. Um, grow home. <laughs> grow home. Or the sequel, Grow Up, which is also very good. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm, I, you know, it's a shame that we've only got a couple of hours into this so far. But I really am looking forward to, uh, to playing it. And mm. I, I was saying to the lads that were asking me about it, like they were going, "Oh, should we all get it?" And I was like, "Well, no, because it's not going to be like our big multiplayer game. Yeah. Like that's what we're all waiting for at the moment. Our next big multiplayer game that we hammer every night." But I said, "If you could get a partner and just play through it." I mean, based on what I've played so far, I think you'll have a very good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read Joe's uh, review as well, and obviously he's got a better opinion than I have because he's played through it all and everything. Um, and he said it, it really leans on the combat later. Mm. Um, I don't really mind that. I mean, I, I don't... like the, what. That's not the right way of saying it. Like, I'm not too worried about that because I think the combat is... Arca- like, you can tell that the first person shooting in this game wasn't the first thing they worked on. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't, it feels way arcadey. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it kind of benefits from that because, you know, everything locks on really easily. It doesn't feel like I'm struggling to aim. Yeah. I'd rather it be like that than say Uncharted 1, where you felt that the shooting wasn't the major part of that game. Yet the shooting in that game was felt too sim like if you know what I mean there mm. wasn't enough lock on it didn't have that sort of pop and shoot yeah but uh, I, I can see how that would be annoying because right now I'm just enjoying the fact that there's loads of wildlife across the planet that we've seen so far and not all of it is um, it, yeah it, it tries to attack you so I quite like the fact that I don't have to be shooting everything there's a couple of enemies we've seen that you do have to shoot them before they kill you but I don't want then, and, and I'm also really enjoying the, the loop of like seeing something new, scanning it, getting resources, building things, doing a little puzzle. I don't then want it to go in like a shooter with really yeah. shooting mechanics, and I'm losing sort of the, the mystery and the, the adventure that I was uh, that I'm enjoying up to now. So hopefully it's not that bad, but um, I'm definitely have to play more. It's it's really good experience. I did have it. a really funny moment when I, because I, before um, we played it in co op, I just wanted to make sure that there was no tutorial that I had to get through from before we started our co op session. That so I logged in and did the first like few bits on my own. And um, I had a moment where you know, you see those little chicken things, yeah, yeah, you know, just like popping about all like they're the cutest looking things ever. I went out to one and it was like, you must scan them or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, I'll scan them. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've forgotten what button I pressed to scan. And I accidentally press X. (laughs) You slap it and it just explodes in green pus. Like, (laughs) I was just, I burst into laughter. Like, I thought it was so funny. Um, But yeah, this game's full of moments. Yeah, I'm I'm a very big fan of the uh, the farting animals. (laughs) Yeah, my my, my favourite ones are the, the two little chicken things. They're like stuck together. Like they come together. Right. Did you hear? Have you seen these? I don't think I have, no. There's these two little bird things, but they're they're stuck together. If you hit them, they split into two, change colour, but then start screaming and running around at high speed. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're great. So they start screaming, they run off, and then you'll be like, oh, right, okay, that's weird. But then all of a sudden you'll hear. Let's they, they run past you again. And the first time that happened, man, I, I had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so much. I was, I was going, Matt, you've got to come in. Matt, you've got to come in. 
<laughs> but, but literally, no, I could still hear them because they were screaming across the planet. Yeah, I've got high hopes for that game. If it keeps mm. it up, I don't know how long it is, but if it keeps it up, then I think this could be really, really good fun. Yeah, but I guess it's not find a massively long game, but I'm up for that. That's as well. fine by me. Yeah. But like, um, I, I, you should find yourself a co-op partner. Yeah, I'll try to. It's it's a shame because it's yeah, so it's PC and Xbox One, isn't it? But but it's not a Windows Store game. Oh, right, okay. So yeah, so yeah so no, no crossplay, unfortunately. Shame. I'll have to find another um, PC nerd. Well, it's out on. It's out the day this podcast comes out, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's on well, the very no, first, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, J- Journey to the Savage Planet. Yeah. I was massively impressed with it. Mm. I'm I'm really looking forward to going back to it, actually, Matt. It's good. It's good. It is. Right. Oh, no, no, um, sorry, sorry. It's out on the 28th. So, uh, actually, I think it's out Tuesday. Yeah. Right, okay. So, it's out yesterday. Yesterday, Matt. Yesterday. Old news, mate. <laughs> good, good. Right, okay. Matt, have you got anything else on your list? That we um, I finished Stories Untold. Uh, James and I spoke about it last week. Mm. Um, at that point, I had just finished the second of four chapters. Um, and I really enjoyed it in the end. It was, uh, I, I, I really like the, the different ways they, they tell the story. Um, last week, Does I it put it all together? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm obviously not going to say anything about that, but I was really satisfied with, with, with the way um, the, the four chapters are tied together. Because uh, they all seem very disparate, like even like different gameplay styles, you know, d- different stories. Like, how's this going to work? But yeah, the way to do it, I was really impressed. Um, chapter three, it's like the puzzles are uh, much more complicated. I found than uh, than than the the other three chapters. I had to like, look up a guide um, for this this one particular bit. Same bit James did actually. I'm sure I could have cracked it, but also I didn't want to spend the rest of my life trying to work it out. But um, um, I I really appreciate the, the the way it's told the story using yeah like lots of different gameplay styles i like the, i love the overall vibe of this 80s sort of weird mystery and yeah i was really impressed in the end i'll, I'll definitely recommend it to people um i was really impressed and i'm, I'm definitely glad to play it even with the couple of frustration frustrating puzzle bits uh for his excellent in the end yeah big fan uh, that story's cool. told. Although I, I think, as we said last week, that's actually out been out since like 2017 on the PC. So it's, it's yeah, not, yeah. A new, not a new one, but because the same team have done another game since, haven't they? They did. Are they? Wow, what was it called? It sounds right up your street, Matt. It's one where uh, you play as the AI on a space station that's fucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I should look out for that. Yeah, sounds really there, good. Okay, yeah, uh, um, that sounds good because they, they were definitely. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not gonna say much more, but I, I I can see how they were going to that that sort of story stuff. So yeah, okay, I'm well up for that. Um, and also Sekiro, I'm now at the point where oh, I can do the final boss if I want to. Um, right, okay, cool. But I'm I mean, gonna, I don't. Got you got nothing up. else that you could possibly say about this game, but I do want to hear about the stream last week because it's called uh, last night because it caused quite a stir. I think I don't know what oh, happened, God. but wow. people were saying some weird shit happened last night. So what, what, what um, was that all about? I don't know if anyone did. It was just, uh, it's just no, a. Ben, ben, ben was. Well, it, it, it I, I, there's just like some. It, it's just a bit. It's just a bit of a mad stream with like lots of things happening. We had, we had a hype train. Are you guys familiar with this new Twitch thing that they've incorporated? <laughs> no, no, what's this? If you get, um, it's live for every channel now. But if, if you, if you get like a bunch of follows or subs or bits uh, within a short space of time, you suddenly hit like this hype train mode and then there's like three different levels of this and then basically what is it's kind of crappy in a way it's it's um twitch trying to get like more people to like 
you know spend money yeah, yeah money is subs and stuff so and then it's like a percentage meter so for whatever reason we must have hit the first level and it's now it said now you've got five minutes to um you know keep doing this stuff and you basically get exclusive emotes and, and in the end everyone got a crazy emote to to use but it was um, <laughs> yeah you know that, that but, sounds awful doesn't it <laughs> i mean it really does you, sound if awful. you're like a massive streamer and like people constantly subbing and and sending you bits then i can see why it'd be cool as the you know the community yeah because the streamer gets stuff. lots of money out of it it's <laughs> But you know, like, but like, everyone like you know involved, everyone watching gets like this exclusive emote. I can see why that's cool. And but um, yeah, we were like, oh wow, we're on the hype train, guys. Woo! No, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it's just just a fun stream as ever. You know, and it was mostly like a massive Animal Crossing style um quest where I had to go here, get some rice, eat that, go somewhere else, did all sorts of stuff. I eventually, did kill a boss towards the end, and yeah, now I'm ready for the final one. Um. Uh, but I've also got a lot of things to clear up in the meantime. Cool. All right. Nice. Is that it? That's it for me. Just a couple of quick ones for me, really. Um, other than the game that we've spoken about, I, I uh, play. Right. Knowledge is power. Has anyone played that on the PS4? No. Sounds right. familiar. Which one's this? Is this one of the? This is the quiz one, is it? Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, everyone wanted Buzz. Yeah. Everyone likes Buzz. <laughs> yeah. This is Buzz. Yeah. I mean, it is literally Buzz, but but better because you get to use your phone and <laughs> it, that makes things a little bit more oh, interesting. Is it one of those, like, like the, the, what was that initiative where, Link like... play or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, it's one of them, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you download the app and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know what else to say about it. It's Buzz. Um, general knowledge questions, but you also get to... You get power-ups every round as well. Mm. And what you do is, like, there's things like zips... So it's multiple choice, four answers, and you could choose like zip and then give it to another player. And then that means that when their answers come up, they've got to like unzip a little zip over the answers before they can press the right one, <laughs> um, which obviously slows them down. And the, the, the quicker you do it, the more points you get. So um, all of them are based around, you know, there's ones where little bombs show up on, on your screen over the answers. And if you hit that, it blows your screen up for a couple of seconds. So like, you've got to be careful where in the answer you're hitting and stuff. And it's just like, fuck, why is this not massive? You know, Buzz was, Buzz was massive, right? I mean, you went around anyone's house when that game had come out. Everyone had those fucking controllers, or was it just? Do you me? know? I, yeah, um, I, I never, I never had a, a buzz experience. I was always wanted to really? check it out, but yeah, yeah, never happened. Oh man, it was brilliant. We used to get out Christmas all the time. Away. It's the same thing. I'm surprised this isn't like uh, maybe it's just me and my bubble, but I'd never really heard of it before. So I've yeah, I played it around about playing. It was really like, good. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Which one did you play? Uh, whatever the first one was, I think. Right. So I think we played the second one. Okay. Decades. Right where you pick different decades. There's okay. also like, you. it's all based around voting as well. So mm. every category comes in, you pick um, which character, category you want and then your characters run towards it. And if you'll like run the people, the most people behind the door. The The other thing is it, it's sort of the way it swings towards um, helping people that are lagging behind is really good as well. Mm. Cause we were playing with uh, a couple of teenagers as well. And they were, they like, don't know a little bit shit. frustrated that yeah. they yeah they didn't know some of the answers but there was one moment where it was like you could choose between 80s 90s 2000s and 2010s yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and like we all chose like 90s and they chose 2010 so there was more people going towards the 90s door um but it just said no 
no, these two, they're 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 in last place <laughs> and they want to do this one, so let's do this one. And I just thought, oh, that was a really cool way of just like rubber banding it a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, if you're sitting there going, oh, whatever happened to Buzz? I really want to die. It'd be great over Christmas or, you know, whatever. I know Christmas is a while away now, but, but it'd be great, like, you know, one weekend just to play Buzz. Like, fuck, man. I love that uh, game. How many players? Just get knowledge of power. Fuck knows. We played uh, five players, I think. Okay. I think it might be up to eight. I think do you, you have to do download eight. an app or is it all done through the browser? No, you do it, download an app, which is good, really, because the Jackpot Party, party Pack is great. But you have got to use the browser, and that brings problems. Like the first so being that you have to it. log in yeah. and then put the password in, which is a bit frustrating. But most importantly, most phones, if you leave your browser open for too long, it just locks the phone up yeah. off, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's a bit shit. Whereas where you've got a dedicated app, it knows to mm. keep that alive no matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes a surprisingly big difference that, yeah. especially if you've got a phone that will just log you out of the server the moment <laughs> it locks. Yeah, like which you, at no point where you hear like, oh no, it's, it's hang on, it's closed, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's none of that. Yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. And it feels more stable as well, yeah. you know, uh, which is weird. But, yeah. So is there uh, something that can only be played uh, locally or is there an online element? Uh, probably locally. Yeah. I think you've probably got to be on the same Wi-Fi network. Yeah. So, um, I've never heard of it, yeah, but it that sense. sounds that could be fun. Really That's good. what I'm saying. That's what I don't get. It's like Buzz was brilliant, right? There's a better version of Buzz. <laughs> it's just they've called it something different and no one's heard about I, it. I can't believe they haven't gone full, you know, you know, done full more that. Because what was that game show Michael Fox kept playing on, 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 was that on Xbox on 360? Oh, 100 to 1. 100 to 1. Like, that was brilliant fun to watch. That was so I good. Mean, I, I, yeah, I never, it was good. I never played it, but it was brilliant fun to watch. Like, surely th- that sort of stuff would make a killing, wouldn't it? It's like good mm. fun. There could be like multiple different games or channels, Evan playing live. It's probably a lot to moderate or control, but it was great fun to. I'd, I'd be fascinated to, to hear that. why Microsoft presumably decided that that was a failure, because I thought it was great. I've got a feeling it was because they were giving away quite decent prizes <laughs> and not really getting much in return of ad revenue. I think you're probably or, right. Oh, yeah. sales out of it because it was free to play as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Proper yeah, good. Which yeah, they I mean, had that, to that do so to get the prizes. There, there must be like a version now in 2020 where they, there must be something they could do ad wise and get well, some I mean, revenue they, in. They and tried it, but there's that mo- it. There was that mobile phone app, wasn't there? In America, yeah, like that quiz, did really well. uh, quiz HQ or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, but then that failed after a while because again, the prizes that they were putting out there were, you know, they weren't getting the money back. <laughs> I enjoyed that um, for a bit though, but yeah, like that sort of stuff. I love it if that made a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, no, it would be an interesting thing to see. But yeah, no, if you if you miss Buzz, then get Knowledge's Power because it's just as good, if not better. Yeah. Um, you also get to take a picture of yourself and use it on the characters, <laughs> so that's good fun. Um. Uh, and the final game I've been playing, I finished Reach. Oh, um, what do you think overall? Uh, the ending is shocking. I mean, the second to last um, level is a bit weak. It's still great because Reach is great. But the last level I'd forgotten it was the... Uh, Are you on that platform? No. It's just you're on the you're planet, aren't you, open... as Master Chief takes off. That's right. And you just have to survive you... as long as you can. Oh, right, yeah, oh, yeah, no oh, yeah, God. Yeah. You, you, so, so we just went... Uh, well, let's not do it yeah, then because yeah. we just move on. <laughs> we just died, and then yeah. there was a cutscene, and that was the end of it. And I was kind of like, that is a shit way to end a game, isn't it? I, I don't because- know. If you really give a shit about the story and everything, I suppose you could be like, oh, I'm fighting, I'm keeping Master Chief safe because he's going to go on Halo and save it. Yeah. 
Um, I guess. But I, yeah, I know what you I mean. I think I've just worked out what's happened because I remember um, Chet was saying that's how our ODST ends. So I w- we said, oh, it's not letting us do the last bit of ODST. That's weird. <laughs> and, and we thought it was weird that there was this last level, but we didn't do it. That he must have been thinking of Reach. Yeah. He must have been thinking of the end of Reach. So yeah. I went into this thinking, why had they done this two games in a row? But actually, <laughs> really, uh, yeah, that was just the end of Reach. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it it probably meant a lot if you were really into the game, yeah. uh, into the story, and you were just blitzing through it to get through them. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was a little bit like oh, it's a bit underwhelming. <laughs> uh, I um, think it yeah. ranks compared to the others you played up to now. Uh, Halo Reach is the best one we've played so far, yeah, by far. Yeah, mate. By yeah, far, so good. I mean, the jumping quality is unreal. Um, and we started Halo Four. We've done a few levels of Halo Four. That seems fun. Um, I I just don't know if it can maintain. I mean, the opening level is pretty good, but it's there's you know there's levels in Reach that are way better. So hopefully, hopefully it gets. I remember really liking Four. So um, yeah, I'm hopeful, but I don't know. It's got to do a lot to feel better than Reach. What What's really interesting going through this series of games like this is noti- noting the sort of first person shooter trends yeah. that have suddenly been put back in. Like that, like <laughs> suddenly it's way more emotional. Um, Halo Four, even over Reach, has a lot of um, storytelling within the level itself. So you go back to like Halo 1, 2 and 3, it's like all the stories in the cutscene and then you're fighting. That that's it. Like there's no sort of real story stuff yeah. while you're moving about. Whereas Halo 4, you're like, fuck here now. This is you know, there's bits where it slows you down to hear Master Chief and Cortana talk. Master Chief talks non-stop throughout this as well, <laughs> and he didn't in the previous game. So it's like it's really it's just funny seeing how the series has evolved. Um, and yeah, Halo 4 was the first one that put Run on the left stick as well, where they finally caved. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty good. But yeah, no, I'm still enjoying that. We'll get Halo 4 done in a couple of weeks, I think. Then on and to then Guardians. Um, yeah, I get Guardians for the first time. So that'll be interesting. interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm excited about? Yeah. Okay, it might be a bad game, whatever. I'm just really looking forward to seeing how it looks. Yeah. Yeah, because, because Halo 4 you know, was still 360, wasn't it? Halo 4 is stunning really? visually. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 360 the art's is always stunning. been great in those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 4K and stuff, yeah. I mean, Guardians never Reach looked incredible as well. Reach looks incredible. So I'm hoping that, you know, if nothing else, Microsoft made a good looking game yeah. for their next gen console. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, that's it. That is it for this week. Uh, should we get onto emails? Yeah. If you want to email us, uh, do it at podcast at the computer game show.com. Steve Duke the has done that. He says, hello, lads. As a 50-year-old bloke, my reflexes are pretty much shot, so I'm hopeless at shooters <laughs> and other fast, fast-paced games. I've also just been diagnosed as autistic, which explains why I've never been comfortable engaging with groups of people, whether that's in person, in forums, or within online games. Because of that, uh, I've always enjoyed story-driven one-player games, campaign modes, and RPGs. They're a great form of escapism, which can engage I can engage with on my own to shut off the outside world for a while. I'm concerned I know that, with, that feeling. Yeah, I'm concerned that with the exponential rise of games as a service, it's threatening to wipe out the games I enjoy. With that in mind, do you think there is a future for one-player games? Thanks, and keep up the great work. I mean, God, yeah. I mean, first, first up, fair play, like getting that diagnosis at fifty, man. That's got to be a big deal. Like, 
That's going to be massive, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I yeah, I don't want to, like... Um, I don't know enough about that stuff to make a real comment on feelings and, mm. you know, how that affects you and stuff. Mm. But surely, if anything, that's got to be a relief that you've got that diagnosis, I guess. Yeah. Is that wrong, wrong to say? I think, I guess, so. and, and, and know... like at that age, like you would think a lot of people would just be like, well, this is just how I am now. So what's the point? You know, I think a lot of people wouldn't even try and get that help. So. And yeah. I will say, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry if that was terribly ins- insensitive. Like that wasn't the intention. Mm. But I just know if you were struggling with something and then you finally find out what it is, even if like you knew what it was inside yourself, but yeah. then I don't know, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this. Maybe it is insensitive. But I, yeah, I, I hope for his sake that I, it has I been, it has, it has been well. validating. And yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the point we're getting yeah. to. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I really can't see that dropping off. I really can't see it dropping off. If you look at um, the games that are, that are due out this year, for example, you know, mm. you've got the likes of uh, Cyberpunk and Last of Us and, um, you know, hopefully that new Zelda game soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's still very much a place for it. Whether they'll be as frequent as they have been in the past, I don't know, mm. but I guarantee that there's still a massive market uh, for single player games like it's that, it's funny, so. isn't it? Because you think about our recent years, we've got like games like Spider Man and um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Obviously, that has an online component, but like, and you know, it's often the big single player games that get like, you know, oh, it's a massive week week one sales. Everyone's excited for this new single player experience. But I can obviously see why that isn't something that's going to bring in revenue on a constant basis, like a games as a service game. It's funny, isn't um, it? It's like there's a lot of prestige around the very sort of story-based stuff but yeah probably not as much money um, in the long term so yeah it's weird no yeah, but if a game term, hits it, it hits man yeah, it, like yeah. there's there's an initial there's bang, still money to be like the first week or weekend or month or, i mean like actually red Dead redemption 2 i think even because they went on steam in december it yeah. was like um mm. i guess it was epic where was it before Epic Game Store? Or uh, no, it wasn't anywhere. Was it? I think it, it just came out on PC towards the really? end of last year. It, it didn't sold it? a million copies, a million copies on PC in December. It's yeah. like, which is, which is, you know, it's bonkers. But yeah, yeah. like but people still love their single player games. And obviously, there's an EA comment from a few years ago, and it was like, actually, there's loads of great single player games. So I don't see them going away, but mm. I can see them being complemented with multiplayer modes or online modes here and there. Um, yeah, and I mean, no, like, I, I don't want them to go, and no, I don't think they, I don't think they will go. I think enough yeah. people love them. And like, obviously, a lot of the games we just mentioned were action games, but then like, look at you know how celebrated like Disco Elysium was last year, like a game exactly, that literally yeah. has no That's combat. Wild. Outer Worlds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely room for that stuff. Still, and we always talk about, and we've just, just literally talked about, you know, games of service, revenue, you know, constant revenue. But then, you know, there, there are, it's much harder to find a surefire hit than it is. Yeah. Then it, it's much more common to see games which have tried and been scrapped or they've bombed. I mean, you know, just look at it, like the vast majority of the games of service games over the last few years, they probably haven't done as well as they had hoped. Whereas mm. other games like Fortnite and stuff, like, you know, stay the course and do well. So that's not always the easiest way. And I, I bet we're going to see a bit of a turn away from that actually in, in the coming years because people yeah. realize you can't just put games of service out and hope that works. I mean, I mean, I bet, I bet in terms of it being a financial bomb is worse with trying to set up a games of a service game like that. Yeah, I mean, like, look at Anthem, right? Anthem, games of mm. service, 
And now they have spent, I mean, they've probably spent like, you know, a year, or whatever, I don't know where it came out, but they've probably spent like 12 months on it. They probably might have spent another 12 months of like a full team working on this thing to get it to a place where it might start properly yeah. generating revenue. So yeah, and like a game's a service game, it's got to bang. If not, it'll be way more expensive than a single player game, I bet. Generally and of speaking. course, I mean, if, if a game as a service tanks, it disappears. Like at least with a single player game, if it doesn't sell, it still fucking exists. Whereas like this exactly, week... Yeah. Um, uh, the, there's a game called Duelist, um, which I've really enjoyed in the past. It's a, a sort of turn-based sort of card game, but with a like card game stroke board game. Um, I know a lot of people who really enjoy it. And yeah, they announced this week that they're pulling the plug because player numbers just aren't where they need to be. And that's it. That game will cease to exist um, unless like you know fan servers become a thing or whatever. Um, yeah. But like yeah, there there is no. Like the game is permanently online, so you turn the servers off. That's it. No one can play that game anymore. And that there is are much bigger risks because games are service. It's like you know, mm. good ones have come out, but unless like you and your three, four, five mates will say, okay, should we all play this game? You know, if if that yeah. doesn't happen, like it's like hard to like, okay, well, I haven't got a group. I'm not sure I'm gonna bother. Whereas a good single player game, anyone could play that whenever because they know yeah. it's just geared towards that. I mean, like um, Marvel's Avengers has been delayed. That was that. That's got like games of service elements apparently yeah it's supposed so, to be a bit i still don't know how that stuff works apparently the, yeah. the demo we played at EGX, you know, we played at EGX and we were like oh man it's actually pretty like it's a straightforward action game that's cool apparently that's not really representative of most of the game um yeah, that's what you want to demo then isn't it an expo yeah. Yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> i i yeah i mean we're all very hopeful that that's the case but we're also pretty confident that yeah, I don't think those games are going anywhere. They might might be less frequent um, as everyone tries to extend the period of life for their games. That's always been a major goal for the gaming industry and a major hurdle that people have tried to get uh, over. But yeah. uh, I, I think the, the market is still there for single-player games, definitely. Yeah, I, I would say on the balance, I, I, bet it, I think it's easier to make a hit single-player game than a hit games as a service game. I, it, I would probably agree with you, yeah. So hopefully the you know developers and stuff publishers think the same and we get much more. Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, I personally speaking, like I really struggle just to set up co-op sessions with mates these days. Never mind, like you know, like so things like Destiny are a real struggle now. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I can more or less get by playing that on my own, and like obviously, you know, the TCGS clan has been amazing. Like when I've had time to do raids and stuff. Um, but broadly speaking, like. Yeah, it's generally it's like that or single player stuff for me these days for the most part. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Lee Griggs says, you will get RSI tomorrow and cannot play video games for the foreseeable future. How do you spend your free time? Uh, well, I mean, I'm assuming he's saying that we can still do stuff. We just yeah, yeah. Just can't play games. Just not the computer games, yeah. Uh, I wish I... I mean, I wish I could play football again. I haven't played football for about two years, mm -hmm. but then I'm probably at the age now where that's going to be a struggle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Football's really hard work. <laughs> I, 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 okay, okay, films. I would like to watch a lot more films. Yeah, that's my biggest problem. I love film <laughs> and watching films, and the fact that I don't get to like because you know, by the time we've got home, eat, and put the kids to bed. You know, there's we either we want to put a film on, but then Joe's like, I'm just too tired. I'm gonna fall asleep by the end of it. Yeah. And then when she goes to bed, I'm not like I've never been like 
okay, I will sit and watch a film I want to watch now. I'm always like, well, I might as well play video games because yeah. I've got this brief amount of time, so I will watch a video game. <laughs> There's nothing worse than uh, like, yeah, so like, wife's gone to bed, so you're like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to watch a film, and you do it, and then the next morning you're like, oh, I watched this, it's really good. Uh, but then sort of failing to explain how good it was and sort of being held back by like, ah, oh, but she might, if it's really that good, I should try and watch it with her at some point. I just, yeah, I just end oh, up having yeah, like a no, rubbish. Yeah, we don't do situations like that where we okay. like I'll watch a film and then she'll watch it because if we're both sitting down to watch a film yeah. on a rare occasion, yeah. we want to watch that that neither of us have seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I yeah, getting into film again would be uh, would be the way I go. I think. Mm. Matt, oh, I just watched war documentaries. Or, really? Or, you or into crime, that now? Or like think? crime? Oh yeah, I've, I've, I love a bit of World War Two. Um, no. All like you know, true crime documentaries. Is it as good as Border Patrol? I bet it isn't. Well, it is what World War Two. <laughs> no, like doc, war, war documentaries. Like I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're interesting and everything, but is it as good as someone trying to smuggle some cocaine in like a statue into Australia? That I mean, I don't think anything will ever beat that. Or the someone constantly trying to sneak moment. food across countries. Like you know, you can't do it. Why are you bringing all these spices across? Um, no, I mean, the little old lady tried to run off when she got fined for bringing mushrooms in. It just, it's I always, love that stuff. yeah, mushrooms and plants, isn't it? No, and no, I just love a true grime documentary. But um, I, I the, the truth is, I'll just, it, what I do in my spare time, I'll just, um, I'll start films, fall asleep on the couch, and then um, that's it. That'll be my life. I have to apologise to Dave when I wake up. Yeah, you know. Uh, Sean, sure. <laughs> uh, probably not going to work with the old RSI, but. I was telling Matt when we had a little break earlier that I, Jerking it. Isaac really, yeah. <laughs> um, Isaac recently got a yo-yo. Not that you can do anything with it; he's only two. Um, but I've basically just stolen it, and I'm just having a really good time just messing around with the yo-yo. And I quite want to get like an actually nice yo-yo now. <laughs> it's been good. Hen- Henry's Viper, Sean. Seriously, I mean, we spoke about this before, but yeah, <laughs> on one of my Sekiro streams recently, I don't know how it came up, but yo-yoing came up, and I was told him about the fact that I used to go to like when. When I was younger, like um, on like a summer on a summer holiday, or any sort of school holiday, my dad obviously used to work loads in London, so he would basically drive me and my sister and mum to like Kingston or Guildford or whatever, mm-hmm. and we would be like there at like, nine o'clock in the morning shopping, you know, shopping and doing all the usual stuff. But me and my sister would go off and walk around shops on our own, and I would hang out at Route One, this like uh, skate shop in Kingston, nice, and like I got into yo yo in there and Route One, one kids- was that the one where you walked down the steps? And then uh, they no, have videos it's, it's on the road running in the Bental Center. Um, although yeah. I think that's gone now. Yeah, I, I think I think I've been in there a lot. Where you walk down, the, you, there's like some steps in the middle of the shop. You walk downstairs, and then yeah. there's like skate videos on TVs everywhere. Yeah, it was a skateboard, <laughs> and yeah, it's all skater culture shop. But uh, yeah, I got, I got yeah, into yo-yo now. But it's like what Henry's Viper at the time. It's like an eighty or ninety quid yo-yo. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Amazing. Wait, um, so you were saying, what was the trick that you said that you could do? I could was really uh, split, the, split the atom, which is... Um, rest, yeah. rest, 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 somehow comes into, you know, uh, brings home yo-yo somehow, like from like a you know, kid's party or whatever. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh you know, let's see, I'll show you show what your dad can do. <laughs> oh, your old man used to be good at this. Hang on a minute. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shit, it's a shit yo-yo. <laughs> Oh <laughs> mate, can you do what was it? I have a needle. Can you do that? I don't know. I have the needle. I don't know what that means. Is, what was the split what the was, atom? Oh, split not, the atom. Split the atom. Can you do the split the atom? Come on, you could practice between now and then. You've well, got I have to, to get lost. Henry's viper. Although again, on the, on <laughs> the stream Henry's we viper, then. on the on the stream research, they're only like twenty quid these days. 
Oh, well, oh. get oh, get mate. one then, mate. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> You've got to do that at rest. You've got to split the fucking atom at rest. I'll, I'll, I'll look. Come into on, it. right? If you want Matt to split the atom at rest, <laughs> like, so let's not. <laughs> I mean, I will Te- actually go through this on like you know everyone else is like pulled exactly. out. Like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. No, you don't. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Henry's Say, split Viper. the atom at res. It's a, it'd be a bit of a like. <laughs> I can't imagine like people looking through the glass. It's like exactly. everyone going like split the atom, split the atom. If split, you're coming split. to res, if you're coming to res, we'll do it at near the end of the show. And if Matt does it. We want you to go ballistic. Like, <laughs> he's just scored a goal at Wembley. Like, we'd love you to just go mental so that people walking past would go, What is all that noise? Look over and see Matt splitting <laughs> the <laughs> fucking atom like that. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So yeah, good. they're 30 quid in Amazon. Oh, oh. Are they the ones that light up? Do you remember those ones? Fuck they that. Were good. Shit, this is, this is pro stuff. No, they used to get. Um, <laughs> Kellogg's did a thing, didn't they? They had Sonic the Hedgehog ones. Yeah. Oh, Kellogg's, yeah, sure. This is a, these are Henry's Vipers. I, like, the kid I used to go here with, he was on live to kick him. Henry's Vipers. We didn't fuck about, sure. The highest so accolade. The, uh, the <laughs> yeah. Henry Vipers, the ones where you, like, you throw them down really hard and they just spin around with, like, on their own. Well, no, no, but do you remember all of them, them do that. Actually, if you can, to them. All of them do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because so, yeah, some are like the string like goes into. Oh, yeah, the, I don't know the terms, but yeah. So there's like a yeah, different like a gear or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you um, can do it on this again. I try it on everyone, and he brings home. Can't do it. Yeah. And then, and then, like it comes straight back up the string and like wrecks my fingers. I'm like, you know what? F- fuck this. It's a stupid <laughs> game. I remember. I remember everyone used to walk the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when they were big, when we were kids. Oh, could you do walk the dog? Yeah, everyone could do walk the dog. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go on. Uh, yeah, if I'm oh. not allowed yo-yo, because, yeah, probably RSI, it's probably not going to work. Uh, photography, please, would like to do more of that, um, but don't really get the opportunity. Um, oh, how boring. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's me, mate. How long have we known each other, Dave? Come on. Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, Lee Griggs also says, would you consider recording videos of yourselves for the YouTube version of the podcast? I mean, no. no, just because... I just don't... I'd feel uncomfortable being on show for that long. <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? I mean, for me, it's more, it's mostly the fact that, like, you know, there will be, like, very tiny but significant edit points, usually just because, like, one of, you know, one of our kids is kicking oh, yeah, off or whatever. Yeah, of and, ha- yeah. like, it's one thing, you know, when we do the, like, the talks over stuff for patrons, that's, like, you press record, you do it, then you stop, and then that's it. You just, you know, do, there's no need to edit it. But, like, once you get into editing video, you're adding, like, an evening's worth of. <laughs> fucking around yeah, God, so. yeah. i mean I, I, t- tonight i've we've had to stop because charlie was crying yeah, exactly. you wouldn't have known that because yeah. matt's doing a good it's job fucking over there also, it. in the summer it's so hot in this room that i literally am just start bottle naked so <laughs> well, I don't want to know i'm not that. doing that not again. i've told you before i do not want to know that matt but it's it, i mean actually i will say like the new pc i've got right now I've got a lot of fans in it, and actually, it's actually quite chilly in this room. So I'm hoping in the summer <laughs> it's going to properly level out the, uh, the temperature in this room. Looks having an air These fans are packing. Oh, yeah, they, good they point. Are working good, ass off. good point. Yeah, the fans that are expelling hot <laughs> air from your computer will make your room cooler. No, good, because it's honestly, it's, <laughs> it's really cold in this room because of the fans. Okay, okay, Matt, that's literally impossible. <laughs> Is it? But, but, but yeah. why is it cold? It's not venting heat out from the PC. The PC is always yeah, going to no, be a heat why source. Is it cold, why is it cold air coming from the PC? I'm assuming because sure. you've got your heating on, so the hot air in your yeah. room is hotter than the hot air in your computer. Well, we'll see in the summer, won't we? We'll, we we'll certainly see what, will. What science says. 
Uh, the other reason not to we'll do... We'll see what the sign says. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what the sign says, baby. <laughs> the science. I think it's a sign. I don't know what the signs are. The other reason not to do video is that everyone would see me just fucking around with the yo-yo really badly while I'm, while I'm doing this. I just yeah, don't fucking that, attention. Look at him. <laughs> I can't wait for people to watch Matt fuck around with a yo-yo really badly <laughs> on a <laughs> <the> stage. <laughs> ah, incredible. <laughs> oh, we got to pick a song as well for you to do it too. We need some lasers actually as well. Like I would love, Lights like off, I always, lasers. my go-to one is the pop popcorn song, but maybe that's too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I sort of want the equivalent of like pen behind the ear, but for yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, good shout, good shout. There's up. another one for the YouTube video playlist. <laughs> Luke Summerhays. Right. <laughs> right, Capone Adam, Full Nels, says, a couple of weeks ago, Dave spurted out his intention to get a vasectomy. Well, you're in luck, because I had one a couple of months ago, so please allow me to share some advice. It hurts. Why, why am I in luck? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it says it hurts. However, just remember the benefits that come from having the operation. The main one being that you'll get to lay on a couch and play video games for two days straight without any form of shame or regret. I don't think that works if you actually have kids. No, um, there's a lot of things to do yeah. in the meantime. Um, but yeah. yeah. It says try to schedule the operation for when a particular game comes out. I picked November of last year because Death Stranding and Shenmue 3. Unfortunately, I finished Death Stranding before the operation, so my vasectomy recovery game became Shenmue 3. I deeply came to regret this. For a few days after the operation, I had a general dull ache down below. It's a bit like having a little ghost that keeps tapping your balls with a spoon. <laughs> now, <laughs> the reason Shenmue 3 was a bad vasectomy recovery game was down to the long loading times and enduring long unskippable cutscenes with wooden acting where I would just zone out and start focusing on the aches below. So pick wisely, Dave. It may be tempting to make The Last of Us 2 or Cyberpunk your vasectomy game, but instead I would actually recommend scheduling the operation for the end of March because I truly believe that Doom Eternal will be the perfect vasectomy game as it will involve constant sensory overload and fast-paced action that will distract you from ball ache. <laughs> I hope I have helped, some way, uh, sorry, helped in some small way and that scheduling a vasectomy in time for Doom Eternal is a possibility. Failing that, there might be all the games that are suitable for, for vasectomy recovery too, such as games like Celeste. I know you may be tempted to just play Rocket League, but the last thing you need is to be watching a big ball constantly getting knocked around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. If you need any more advice, feel free to PM me. <laughs> I mean, Sean is absolutely right. Um, there is no way that I will be sitting down playing a video game for two days. Yeah. That is literally not possible. Yep. Um, secondly, I, the only way I'll survive is by moving out for a couple of days because children consistently knee you in the bollocks. Yes, great. Oh, God, yeah. It's unbelievable. Harry, like, it was, if we're laying down watching something on the telly, he will push himself up, like, to get off of the sofa <laughs> by just, like, putting his elbow onto my balls <laughs> and just putting all his weight on it. Like, it doesn't mean to do it. He's just not thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, no, I, Isaac, very specific. Like, if I'm, like, lying on the sofa, he will stand up next to me, like, on the sofa and then just fucking knee drop onto me. <laughs> and usually yeah. landing on my genital. He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, um, I've been on the couch and Eddie's just like run and jumped and like landed on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that all the time. I get it all the time. He, they run up, they jump full pelt to land on you to give you a cuddle, and they don't care where their knees land. Yeah, you know, it's just straight in the balls. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It happens like I would say three times a week. I get <laughs> something smashed into my testicles. <laughs> It's, um, yeah, yeah. Right. Not nice. Toby Henry, I don't think there's really a question here, but it's just a nice one to read out. Um, 
As evening chaps, listening to David's bit in the last show about gaming with his dad reminded me of a special gaming memory. My dad was never into video games, but he did start me off when, at the age of 10, he got me my first computer, an Atari 65X, I don't think he's made that up, I've never heard of that, which at the time was a very <laughs> poor cousin to the mainstream trio of C64, Amstrads and Spectrums. There weren't a lot of big games, but there was a port of Football Manager, which piqued his interest immediately. That evening, we sat down and started playing the completely text-based version of the original game. This led to regular Friday night gaming sessions where he would sit in my room chain-smoking and drinking Coke, I just had the Coke, whilst we talked tactics, bought and sold players, ploughed our way through the leagues, and much to my mum's astonishment, he got crazily into the whole thing. He was quite a miserable man, which is where her bemusement came from. I still remember the night about three months later when our sessions culminated in us doing the League and European Cup double with me dancing around the room and him looking supremely pleased with himself and sparking up a fag in celebration. (laughs) Sadly, with that victory, his gaming desires faded and despite me picking up the sequel and years later trying to get him into Championship Manager on my first ever PC, which he also got me, there was never to be a recreation of those magical gaming sessions. He died of cancer eight years after, and it remains uh, one of my happiest memories, both of gaming and of my old man. It taught me that the fondest memories of our hobby are so often about the connections we make with other people, and I hope that one day my kids might look back and have some similar memories of their own, minus the passive smoking. Keep up the amazing work, chaps. Wednesdays continue to be my favourite podcast day of the week. Carry on smashing it. Yeah. Fucking wicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love stories like that. Yeah, totally. Love right. it. And it, you know, it's always a shame, like, when you think, oh, but if you just got into this one, we can, you know, have similar memories to that. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. And yeah. it's just good to appreciate the, the moments that were there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah, love shit like yeah, that. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's it for emails. Right, let's go on to tweets. It's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. There was a bunch of tweets actually asking um, for Fardy's feedback on Picard, but Sean, have you seen it? I haven't yet, no. I really need to get on that. I am Graham's it's good reviews. So. Yeah, I've heard good things. I'm excited. It, Farley has yeah. told me that it is good. So there, there you yeah, go. I've based wow. a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> legitimately average at legitimately A on Twitter. If you were to play one game over and over again every day until you had the speed run world record for it, uh, what would you waste your time at getting good at? Ask oh, a good question. Right, so yeah, Rocket League doesn't count because we're talking speedrunning yeah. here and not yeah. actually just getting good at a game because that would be my obvious yeah, choice. My, my, when I saw the screen, I was like, okay, Sega Rally, but again, that's not a speedrun. I guess technically, no, I mean, not even getting like good lap times. I give them a, no. no, 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 it doesn't, doesn't count. count no. No, we, we, let's focus on speedruns because that gives it an interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, edge. I think for me, I, I mean, oh, go on, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, uh, probably Cybernator on the SNES, because I know it has a very active speedrunning community anyway, and I played the shit out of it as a kid. So I've got quite a lot of knowledge of it anyway. Um, so I feel like that's a pretty good one to, to start with. Because, like, you know, when, when there's already a community around it, like, all right, it means you're competing against a lot more people, um, but it means there's already, like, tons of advice, you know, going spare. So I think that would be a cool one to get into. I... For me, it's got to be something that I can gloat about to as many people as possible, right? <laughs> so it's got to be something that everyone knows. And I, the only one I can come up with is like the original Super Mario game. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like to turn around to someone and say, "Did you know that no one can complete this game Faster as fast me. as I can?" <laughs> I mean, assuming we're taking like uh, how we think, like look. We, you know, I, I I could spend the rest of my life playing Super Mario. I wouldn't be the best speedrunner yeah. ever. <laughs> but if we're saying that that's out, like, ignore that. That is that, potentially what, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that could yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Then, then it would be something like a really, really well-known game like that. Yeah. So I could just go, you know, that Mario game. Yeah, no one's faster than me. I've, I've got the world record in completing it. Because <laughs> if you say that about Dark Souls, the majority of people will go, what's Dark Souls? <laughs> you know what I mean? What is this game with dragons? I'm like, get out. I always <laughs> find... I've only attempted it a couple of times, but explaining speedrunning to normal people is, is quite fascinating. Um, yeah, it's weird because you'd think that the the entertainment is watching someone try and beat the world record, but it's not, is it? No. It's just learning about how badly you can break a game. <laughs> so th- it's the friends we it? made along the way. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember who it is, so I won't, I won't. Um, I think uh, whatever, who cares? I, I, I think it might have been Eurogamer, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Did a feature? Might be an IGN. A feature of might the be developers. You know? <laughs> yeah, it might be. Uh, other other uh, video game like websites are available. Um, <laughs> yeah, could, could, could be, could be Gamespy. Um, uh, could be Spock. Um, <laughs> they they well. did a video that I I really hope they do more of, where they got the developers of Control to sit down and watch someone speed run Control. Oh, yeah. And they were like, "Oh my god!" So what he's doing here is he's doing this, and he's worked out. And they were they were blown away by how much of like the hidden stuff you can see just for him glitching through the game. <laughs> uh, and then they were talking about it and how, like, without an explanation of what he's doing, they could work out what he's doing because they know how the game's built. It's really interesting. Oh, that sounds to great. Watch I, I want to watch that. I'm going to stick. Yeah, it's good. It is very good. And I only watched like the first like. 10 minutes of it because just in case like it showed Spoilers, something that I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah spoiler yeah, yeah but um but i hope they do that for other games that's really good yeah yeah totally yeah that's a great suggestion i mean um for me I, i've i haven't even the thought of this thing i'm about to say that sort of freaks me out but when people have like there's no hit runs of like yeah of dark souls i mean is that take a speed run i don't know uh, like, I, th- I think that is a speed run the- category yeah when people play yeah, like, I think we you know, any of Dark Souls games or indeed all of the Dark Souls games and like not hit once, like that stuff yeah. actually sort of freaks me out a bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> how that's possible. So yeah, I'll, I'll just dedicate myself to doing that. That'll be pretty. Can I ask you something about those, Sean? Mm-hmm. Right. So the 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 famous speed run game, like uh, you know, mode or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. in um, category in uh, Dark Souls is the one bro thing, right? right yeah. Where you you're not allowed to level up, you complete the game without leveling up. Yeah. Is that kind of bullshit? Because <laughs> In what I way? swear I've seen a couple of them, and they're like, "Yeah, I haven't leveled up." And then you fast forward a bit, and they're one shot in bosses because although they're technically not leveling up, they are somehow. It's yeah, the basically they, yeah, up there, there are other ways of getting relatively powerful, but without leveling up, it's still like it's not easy because it basically railroads you into using like one particular build and like. You have to, you know, go certain routes and get certain items and do certain things. But yeah, like there, there is, there are basically ways to make sure you're still pretty good. Right, okay. Um, Just making sure. Yeah. Right, uh, Luke cool. Summerhays at Friend of Bears Buscalilli on Twitter or R Right. Can I just say because I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think I mentioned on the show once that Luke Summerhays was a name that I kept singing. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were trying and to work out remember, the song. That. Ages ago, I couldn't remember the song, and he um, tweeted me and said, "Do you remember the song now?" And I was like, "No, I generally don't." But now I do remember it, but I don't remember all of the lyrics. It doesn't but matter. The what's song the song was quick. 
it, it, what it used to be, Luke Summerhays, <laughs> but then I can't remember what I said after that. Um, I know it was something like it wasn't anything rude. I just can't remember what yeah, I fucking Yeah, but what, what was the song you were singing? What was a was it a famous song that you were putting his name into? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, no, I didn't. Did quite you get not it. just hear me sing it? I I didn't click what it was either. I'll be honest. Luke Summerhays. Was it? I'm like a bird. I always fly. Oh, right. okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't, that didn't catch that. Yeah, sorry. Cool. With Luke Summer. It, was my singing that bad? <laughs> well, I thought you were doing we last week, Caroline. Yeah, you didn't finish the, the line. Well, didn't yeah, I did Luke Summer Hayes or something. something yeah, something. but that's okay. okay. I can't. Oh, yeah, but I don't know what I sang for that bit. <laughs> okay, it wasn't, at least I would always fly away. Gone. I mean, he did at fly away. He lives in Japan now. Okay, so well, go. good one. Well, everyone everyone good. listening, right? The melody is um, I'm Like a Bird by, um, what, what, what was that? Is it Nelly Furtado? Nelly Furtado. Was it Nelly Furtado? I might have just got that wrong. Nelly Furtado, no, no, it was her. <laughs> Luke Hayes is the main lyric. Write your own lyrics and send it back to us and Dave will sing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finish that song for me. Luke Summer Hayes. And then, and then, Still sounds like Sweet Caroline. Next, <laughs> he, what do I know? Hang on. So sweet. facts I know about Luke Somhey. So yeah, lives in Japan. He's the world champion at Excite Truck because he did it at a Midnight Resistance live show. Um, he looks a bit like a Victorian strongman. That's that's what you got to work with. Well, that's right, a lot okay, of, yeah. lot of Finish that song. Yeah. Finish that song. Yeah. Uh, answers on a postcard. We'll read them next week. Go on. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Luke Summerhays, uh, <laughs> mostly a Sean question, but why do you feel Dragon's Dogma never quite caught fire the same way Dark Souls or even Monster Hunter did? Uh, also, I'm close to the final boss. Should I bother with the DLC island? I seem to remember you slagging off on Midnight Resistance back in the day. How mm. many Midnight Resistance mentions in this podcast? It's ridiculous. It's over. It's shit. Who are you paying, <laughs> Sean? Mate, I'm still paying £10 a month to keep that alive, and I really want to stop <laughs> Because it's, it's costing me money, um, but occasionally someone will, like Dave, you linked to it the other the other week, and I was like, ah, it does sort of need to stay up, doesn't it? There must so be some free alternatives. No, I, probably, yeah. I linked to it because it was a it was a, a bit that a, you did two thousand word article of me just saying Sonic should be a dog, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Go on, ten um, pound a month, right? Yeah. So in order, uh, why didn't it catch on? I mean, it's definitely got like an audience. Like when the Switch version came out. There's quite a lot of noise about it, considering. I think it's it sort of slowly gathered a lot of fans over time. Um, I mean, I suppose the short answer is, like, you know, compared to Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter took a long time to get to where it is now. Like, you know, Monster Hunter World is like the fucking 10th game in the series or whatever, and that's that's the one that finally hit in the West. Um, Dark Souls, I mean, Dark Souls, like... Dark Souls is special for a lot of reasons. Um, like I, you know, I absolutely love Dragon's Dogma, but you know the, the whole Dark Souls thing of like discovering the lore yourself, and yes, the difficulty, um, to, like yeah, really sold it to people. Whereas Dragon's Dogma, like you can start playing Dragon's Dogma, which like this is just like a fucking RPG, like action RPG. What's so so clever? And it doesn't like the clever stuff doesn't really reveal itself until about halfway through, which is normally quite unforgivable for me. But it, just in Dragon's Dogma, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma's case, it's worth it. Um, the DLC Island, I mean, have a go. Uh, I just thought it was a miserable experience. It does do cool stuff with the lore and everything, um, but it was just like so stupidly difficult. Like if you have a go and you just find it really miserable and difficult, then just bin it off. Like you're not losing out too much. Um, but yeah, 
That's it. Um, isn't there cool. Dragon's Dogma TV show or film coming? Does this, there's that? supposed to be a, isn't yeah, a TV show? Thing. Yeah, Netflix, but it seems to be like barely related. As far as I, I can mean, tell. Imagine if that bangs like The Witcher one does. That's true. Yeah. Like, and suddenly, like Dragon's Dogma, you know, numbers are yeah. way bigger than launch. They're up to like their tens or twenties. Yeah. Have you um, seen? Sorry, <laughs> have you seen the excerpts from the interview with the guy who wrote The Witcher books about the TV show and stuff? No. Oh, no. That's, that's great. There's just one that's like, how did you feel about the fact that because of the TV show, uh, they've had to reprint like half a million copies of your books? <laughs> and his response is like. Basically, like, are you expecting, like, a nuanced answer? Like, I had one particular feeling about it, and you can probably guess what it was. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah there was loads fuck. of controversy, wasn't there? <laughs> was because um, didn't CD Projekt Red, basically, they bought all the rights of The Witcher off him. Mm. And then, and but basically, there was, like, from, from the things I read, it's, like, a contract was signed, but actually the contract was weirdly written or it wasn't it just felt a bit weird anyway that was signed off and turns out they owned everything oh really and then there's been there's loads of like legal uh, things in the courts and stuff but then now since they've actually come to an agreement whereby they're going to work together oh, again okay. and so he gets um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it, it felt like at one point that. it was like he got really screwed over because of strange contracts and they owned everything basically right how strange but yeah and there's another bit that was like oh, what do you think of the tv show and he just said like what do you want me to say my name's in the credits <laughs> like <laughs> it's great but yeah oh no mm. cool. you've seen that have you dave no but i've seen what uh the witcher tv show no oh it's well, got no not at all dave sort of thing is it it's <laughs> no hates fantasy stuff that's good Who do you yeah it's good though i am yeah um, Andy Godwin, as the banter during the podcast and get a little out of hand, if you lost it with one another, which game save from which game would you delete from the other one's account that you know would cross the line and break them? <laughs> Se- Sekiro, Matt Murray. <laughs> yeah, that would annoy me. Yeah, that would um, annoy me. I was going to say for Dave, Rocket League, but then you'd, you'd just carry on, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah just, that was my again, first thought. I was like, okay, delete his stats, but again, it's like... It would, yeah, the stats I don't really give a shit about, but like, it would bum me out that I'd have to go back to the basic cards. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would bum me out a little bit, but I suppose it would get me, force me to learn the Octane. But um, yeah, no, def- definitely Sekiro, Matt Murray is the best one for that. Um, yeah, Armour, you're generally a little bit less precious about it. I mean, maybe it's just me. But I, I don't know, a couple of years, couple of years' time... Deleting James's Animal Crossing. I was going to say Animal Crossing because oh, yeah. James has already lost an Animal Crossing save, hasn't he? Yeah, Rachel yeah, 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 that again. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be good. Um, yeah, Sean. I don't think there's anything that would hurt me. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty much invincible. There's, there's a massive one for me. I'd be, I'm intrigued to see if you get it. I, I've, I've just thought of a one, massive one for me as well. Okay, but yeah, I'll be intrigued to see if you get it for you. Uh, so it's got to be a game that you play reg- Destiny. Yeah. Destiny 2, got yours. <laughs> Try and guess mine, Sean. I don't know, man. Don't know. I talk about it a lot. Is it, is it Pokestars VR? Of course. <laughs> if I had to start from the, the, <laughs> the salt mines, as the, uh, I think is the regular way. If I had to go back to that, that would kill me. Fucking hell. Going back and playing on the low stakes table again with the fucking scum. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, if I lost um, my destiny, so I ah, fucking, oh, that would, like, you know, it's not like, a, I don't play it obsessively, <laughs> it's just that account represents a lot of work. 
Yeah. All right, well, we've all exposed our... Uh, yeah, there's our weaknesses, <laughs> if anyone wants to. Yeah, our weaknesses, uh, Yeah, speaking of Sekiro, hack. actually, so, like, I played, obviously, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and those I played much, you know, uh, much further off they came out, so I played, I could play the DLC of both, but the way From Software does a DLC is generally you need to have played, like, three to two-thirds of the game, like, yeah. to then get to DLC, but it's okay, because by that point, DLC's out. Mm. I'm going to get this done, and there'll be no DLC... And but I can't unless from software change how they do DLC. I can't see myself going back. It's usually res- you got, yeah, have you got, has it got like custom save points. And no, it's one save file. But mm. like oh, the right, other games, okay. you basically got to. I mean, Dark Souls and, and Blood Bowls. You basically had to play like 50, 60 hours to get to the DLC part. And so yeah, I don't see myself doing that. Do we say that though. It like, is a stupid way. I don't. The thing with with from software games is you often find if you do just start again actually you can make a lot of progress in a fraction of the time that's true yeah whereas like because like the whole thing with destiny is because the story has continued from day one and you know especially like when destiny 2 launched it made a a thing of like here's all the shit you did in destiny 1 here's all like all the story that you went through and it was like this really cool little recap and stuff and it's like man because destiny 3 is probably going to do the same thing and if i even though it's bullshit, right? If if my character was deleted and I just carried on playing, probably doesn't really make any difference other than I know it's like, oh, it's not the same guy, though. It's not the same character that's been through mm. everything up until now. And that, that would bother me because I'm a Yeah, dick. that would bother you. Yeah. <laughs> you do, I, I remember, the, I remember dark, completing Dark Souls and it took me nearly a year. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, on and off. Yeah. But nearly a year. And... uh. I remember booting up again the next day, starting a new save, and getting to Analondo within a week. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. How weird is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Lewin, a management firm has urged firms to crack down on office football chat. If you had to ban chat of one topic from the games industry, what would it be? What are you sick of hearing about, for example, Souls games should have an easy mode, etc.? I would ban that robotic speech that we hear so much about partners and synergizing <laughs> and all that stuff. I just get rid of that. Fuck me. <laughs> I, the, 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 oh my God, the press releases where it's like, you know, it was, Tratton was the worst, wasn't he? Mm. Just, yeah. But even uh, the E3 one recently, like they're, they're I mean, yeah, their yeah, statement yeah, yeah. after like Sony said they're putting out and they're like, you know, activations and like, who are you talking to about this? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. That's, <laughs> you know. that's business speak, which you know I hate. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I can't think I mean, of mentioning like, that one is that, like, to be honest. But yeah, go on. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, I mean, that, that stuff is bad. But like, you know, I mean, we all we all say it. It's like, oh, if it's on Switch, you know, I don't hate it, but it's like, we all say it because we all want it. Yeah. Get it on that's Switch. true, but that's calmed down a lot, actually, it has. to be fair. Yeah. Because there's uh, too much on Switch now. Yeah, yeah again, I don't hate <laughs> it, but like, I, I get it. Like, me or appeal saying yeah it's all like dark souls whereby you know it's happen once you play one of those games <laughs> but then is that our fault or is that the fault of developers just copying dark souls quite a lot yeah, yeah, is it the fault of dark souls being such an influential game but I, yeah. I feel like once you play those sorts of games you then see so many games or all games maybe through that prism of dark souls like yeah it's kind of that in that you know when you die you get your stuff again i mean mm. m- remember that, that, that period where we said uh, what's that? We just need a <laughs> Citizens Kane of gaming. Yeah. Like, do, oh, do you remember God. that? Like that, that turned into a meme 
obviously, yeah. but there was a time where they legitimately kept saying it. Yeah. Like, non Have you ever seen, I think, was it IGN? It was years ago, so I'm not having a go at anyone in particular, but there was a video where basically a guy argued that Metroid Prime was the citizen cane of gaming. And it's like, <laughs> wow. mate, it's really good, but where's this come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, bizarre. Yeah. I mean, what's, what always fascinated me about the citizen cane of gaming thing is that yeah so obviously if if you're lucky enough to have not come across this because i suppose it was quite a while ago now it was this thing of like oh yeah what's going to be like this one game that suddenly like turns everyone on to the potential of the medium and like oh fuck it it's like they are art after all like um as as citizen kane apparently did i've never seen it um but what was fascinating about that is that, like, when Citizen came came out, uh, no one liked it. It was about ten years before yeah, yeah. critically yeah. everyone caught up with it. So I I prefer the idea that like actually it's going to turn out to be a game that came out twenty years ago and no one <laughs> no one realised was good. Battleborn. Yeah. <laughs> from- game as a service, mate. It's going to get turned off. We'll never know. Radical Heights. We'll never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know what the Dark third. Souls of films are. That's why I want to know. Exactly, mate. Turn you it around. Flip around. Come on, films. Keep up. Yeah, let's <laughs> sort yourselves out. Um, yes. Um, Athena Allen, let's make a quick fire round. Uh, Athena Allen, I'm on a 14 hour journey next week. What do I download on the Switch to make it feel like, I don't know, two hour flight? so it's a flight yeah that kills it because the answer would have been oh you mean lack of internet you mean yeah well yeah if you had the internet obviously it'd be tetris 99 because that that makes time disappear it makes time disappear but that's not going to help you is it? my answer is stardew valley i was thinking that i mean i've not played it but but um that's what i hear is that game so yeah i mean that I'm sorry. I'm just loading up my switch and having a having a sneaky look. Um, I'm trying to think of games that she won't have already played. Uh, <laughs> I mean, FIFA's always a good one, but you know, I'm she never come across as a football fan. Yeah, that's, that's a tough could recommendation be for a lot of people. Could be wrong. Dragon's Dogma, but not for James. Dragon's Dogma. It's a good game. Uh, Slay the Spire. If, if you've not already played that, that's great. Um, tactical card game, roguelike shit, didn't it? A uh, um, little game uh, called Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yeah, but may I'm have heard of that. that. She might have yeah. might not, might not heard of it. <laughs> I mean, Monster, <laughs> Monster Hunter True. Generation, mate. That's a banger. That'll last you forever. It's about fucking 300 hours long. Okay, we're going to end on this one. David Rush. How would a seemingly never-ending, mostly one-sided feud of Kane and Wince really end? I mean, when they sort their fucking act out. How about that? <laughs> you fall about that? I think more, more, more when they just put an announcement saying, you know, what we're done. Like, what's, what's the point? Look, I, I, I should... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really hate doing this, but I think it probably needs needs saying at this point. Um, <laughs> you know, we've all, I've always had this thing going on with Leon Cox that we really hate each other and we're always, <laughs> like, dissing each other and shit like that. But, like, the truth is, and I'm sorry, I hate doing this because it ruins it, but the truth is Leon is actually a big fan of me. <laughs> so, um, you know, I really appreciate his support. Uh, right, okay, should we get on to the socials, Matt? Do you want to do your socials? So, hopefully James will be streaming L.A. Noir on Friday. Uh, at nine o'clock, Eleanor uh, on the VR case files. He's back on that, hopefully, and I'm back doing Sekiro on Sunday at half past eight. But I'm definitely going to squeeze one or two 
in the week if I can because uh, I'm eager to clear those bosses up before get them to the final boss run. I was thinking, oh, hang on, maybe I'll dress up for the final Sekiro stream. But I thought, I can't do that because many people said, it took me 16 hours to kill the final <laughs> boss. And I'm like, hey, look at me in the outfit. And I'm like, two hours, you know, uh, you know I'm going to, uh, I'll see you next week for another go at this. I'm not going to keep <laughs> dressing up. So um, unfortunately, that, that's out, out of the question. But yeah, Sekiro, definitely Sunday at half past eight. Otherwise, I'll be on in the week, no doubt. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, and so many of you do, you want to... <laughs> well, that's Sweet Caroline, I heard. <laughs> Could try and guess the album it's from. Try and guess the name of the album. Like a Bird? Whoa, Nelly. Oh, wow. <laughs> it should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> well, what did you say there? Cut out. Was it Whoa, Nelly? Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. Whoa, Probably Nelly. Probably an Jim reference. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly. Oh, unbelievable. Sorry, Matt. Continue. Anyway, if you're Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime. We massively appreciate the, the, the Twitch Prime subs. If you want to come over to our channel and give us your free monthly subscription. We're also on Patreon, of course. Patreon.com slash TCGS. You can support us uh, a, new, a, a, num- a number of different tiers. Uh, $5, you get the monthly exclusive podcast. We talk about all sorts of random shit every month. You can only get that on Patreon. Uh, $10 and above, you get, like, um, get early access to our videos, our talks overs, all sorts of stuff. What's the most recent one we did? Uh, it was uh, the uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah, Xbox 360 review. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, um, it was, really was it slanted stage? We will never know. Um, <laughs> Impossible uh, to and it's, prove. It really is. <laughs> Um, and you can go to the computer game show. I love the com. fact that no one was arguing against you, Sean, but you spent a good 30 minutes acting like there were. <laughs> you, were you were all doubting me. You're like, no, no, no. No, no, initially, like in the end, yeah. we were doubting you because you were so adamant, right? But for the first no, 10 minutes of you arguing, you were going, look, it's slanted. And me going, yeah, all right, Sean. Look, no, look, it's slanted. Yeah, all right, no, Sean. because it sounded it's like you were just humouring me, like, yeah, all right, mate. It's just. Fuck it is! <laughs> anyway that's that on Patreon but yeah you can go to the computergameshow.com for everything else and yeah don't forget getting res tickets for Mar- uh, for March 28th uh, for our live show there look at that live yo-yo <laughs> oh, can't split the atom can't wait let's I need go ordering. can't wait split the fucking atom you boy. Me, I, all, oh, I wish I had a, I had just like two books as well of all this this well, such a sick moves <laughs> You better start yo. getting training, mate. You better to start training. No, it's Almost. muscle memory. Once I get that Henry's wife back in my hand, I'll be like, good job. <laughs> you know. Right, okay. Listen, send your tweets to at Matt Murray now. You don't need so to. Just it's happening. Just send out there. He's already doing it, mate. It's fine. Yeah. It's happening, and, Dave. I'm finally going. I don't, and Tom I don't... Champion. Search Tom Champion on Twitter and just set him saying, I hear we're splitting the atom at uh, Rez, is that true? Let's not let's not embarrass get him, TCGS. Get him, yeah, we've got to embarrass TCGS. <laughs> we've got to. Um, we'll catch you next week. Uh, hopefully with James in tow. Mm. I'll tell you um, what, I'll do it if if James break dances in the background. I think we can make that happen, can't I we? I don't think Good. we can. Okay, cool. I really don't. I think we can, sure. <laughs> well, no, no, <laughs> really we can't do, because James would have probably booked a holiday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Thanks for living it. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, 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 oh,